Subscribing. Hey guys, Hi, we're the Dars. Hey. Hi guys, it's Friday night in Phoenix. You're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. Broadcasting to you live from the Corona capital of the United States. It is the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. I'm Chad. A solo Wookie joining us, huh? Bringing us some Wookiees cookies this week, huh? Always trying. <laughs> you got any good Wookiees cookies for us this week? I got great Wookiees cookies, cookies this yeah? week. <laughs> yeah. Good. It was a good week. What's going on, everyone? Happy 4th of July for everyone in the, the chat. Going to be hopefully barbecuing tomorrow and enjoying some time with some loved ones, social distancing, wearing masks and all that. Safe. and. How are you guys enjoying uh, Corona Lockdown Part 2? The saga continues. I love it. You're loving not going to the bar, huh? Eh, I don't give a fuck about that. I wish I got locked down. I, it doesn't change anything for me. I still have to go deal with people in their homes, and now they're just grumpy, and, and uh, everyone gets time off but the Wookiee. Make the Wookiee work. I like my job. My job sends out an email, and they're like, "Okay, everyone's coming back to the office on the uh, the the twenty or the twenty ninth. Everyone's coming back to the office." So two days later, we get another email that says, uh, "Never mind, uh, everybody, go home. Don't you're you're not going to be here. Go home. <laughs> we, we we can't have you here. This so, was just a test. <laughs> yeah, dry run, people. Dry run for the almost five thousand new cases we had." yesterday so day before. day before i didn't see what it was today because i was, didn't watch the news 40 44 4100 jesus jesus but are we sure that that's all all corona or is i mean so all right chad we don't want to all right yeah everybody get your tinfoil hats ready let's have an intro for this are you ready for that tinfoil bullshit to solo? Well, before he gets into it, I, I, I don't even want to start hearing it because then I can't break away for the hot 10 because I'm going to have to <laughs> fucking jump in that shit, man. I just, I, I think we're being fed a lot of skewed numbers. I, I think a lot of people maybe don't know the full everything. I think a lot of people that are in the hospital. I think a lot of people that are in the hospital right now are people who are waiting to have elective surgeries from the first two months of shutdown. And right now they're trying to jam pack into the hospital because they're like, I got to get it done now before it hits again. And they shut everything down. There's a lot of Corona sick people in the hospital right now. They've, they ended elective surgeries again. So that they're not doing any of those. Everyone who's in the hospital is Corona patients or other medical issues but i don't yeah they because they tell you how many people because the governor breaks down and shows you like icu numbers how many people are corona cased you know they he shows you those numbers so what other conspiracy theories you got well i there's just so many of them out there with this crap man it's 
It's, it's with everything. Absolutely. Everybody believes what they want. So and we're seeing happy. Believe it. I'm ready for the aliens to come tomorrow. And I'm ready for Independence Day. Oh shit. Independence yes. Day, man. Earth Day. I'm ready for you welcome to Earth. I'm ready to to get the big uh this is our Independence Day speech. Ready for it all, man. I did it, man. I took I took Lucille to the mechanic. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. See? You're just another one of those people that was waiting to take something into the doctor because of the shutdown. <laughs> this is why our numbers are skewed, boys. Yep. <laughs> just another. <laughs> it's, I'll I be called, right back, guys. I called the mechanic the other day, and I was like, I called him a couple times. They're about two miles down the road, mile and a half. You took it to that 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 place yeah and uh so i was like all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna rent a trailer from u-haul we're gonna drive it and i called my brother-in-law which man that motherfucker's so awesome hey i need this done all right i'll be there in five like i call him I've got two bodies. I'll be there in five. <laughs> He's like, it's it, it's awesome. Yeah, that's the best. He'll only do it once, but he'll he'll do it. And uh, so I called him, and he thought we were gonna get. I was gonna run, you know, just that little that little wheel hitch thing that you put the front wheels up on. Mm-hmm. He thought that's what I was getting. So when we pulled around back to the U-Haul, I bought the big one that rest the car on it sure the whole car goes on the trailer yeah. and he was like i've never driven a trailer like that before and i was like that ah, we'll get it i got faith in you we'll do it he's like i've never backed one up i've never and i was like well we'll just drive slow we'll only make right turns fuck it you know what i mean we'll just do whatever we need to do he's like how are we going to get the car on the trailer and I was like, I'm going to push it on the trailer. He's like, it's a fucking car. What do you mean we're going to push it on the trailer? You know how those trailers sit about 16 yeah. inches off the ground or so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did it have the the wheel, like the, the ramps that go up for the wheels so you can push it up? Yeah. Okay. So we got the ramps out and he's like, I don't think we're going to be able to push it up. You're going to have to drive it up. Drive it up. Motherfucker goes two miles an hour. We're going to push it faster than it can drive. <laughs> talking about so i woke up the boy and i was like get up and we pushed it it was easy backed it up pushed it onto the fucking on the ramp like it was nothing but i had called the place on wednesday and i was like are you guys open on friday because i'm gonna bring a car down yeah we're open man don't worry about it perfect so i pull up and there's a dude standing there he's like you bring that in here and i was like yeah fuck yeah he's like all right cool so we backed it in, and I hadn't really gotten it to start the last few days. I think I've been over-fucking with it, and I think I've been diving into too many fucking rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to do all this shit. So I fucking, we I, we pushed it off the trailer. Dude's like, it's a nice-looking Type 3 you got there. You know it. <laughs> but he's like, let's take a look. Fucking... 
He gets in it. He looks at it. and I've been trying to get it to start for three days. This motherfucker sat in it, turned the key, and it started right up. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you, Lucille. <laughs> He's like, all right, she don't sound too bad. She starts. You know. So he, she's at the mechanic. And then he was like, he's like, well, we can't look at her today. We're closed. I just happened to be, he was grabbing something when we pulled up. They weren't even open. He just happened to be standing. He was about to shut the gate and leave because he was just there to pick something up real quick. Lucky. Right? I'm glad I didn't like yeah. procrastinate and try to get there like at one or something. You know, I, I got up first thing in the morning to do it. And you know, I've never, I've never really taken my car to a mechanic before. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, I've had brand new cars, so I just take it to the dealership. It's under warranty, and I just go back there. Sure. And then the only other time I've ever taken a car to the mechanic is I had like a '93 Nissan Sentra, had like two hundred and twenty thousand miles on it, mm-hmm. and the water pump went out. And so I went to go replace the water pump on it, but that, those little centers, you have to take the whole motor out to get to the mm-hmm. water pump. Yeah, you got to take most of the top end off. Yeah, so I was like, all right. I'll just, t-, you know, my brother-in-law was like, well, we'll just, just take it to my mechanic. And I was like, cool. So I took it, and I was like, I want the air conditioning working again. I want to st- stop overheating, put a new water pump in it. If you find a couple other things, let me know. A few days go by, and I'm like, this motherfucker isn't called Usually the mechanics are pretty quick to call you back, I assume. Because they don't want your car to sit there forever. They're either going to work on it or get it the fuck out of there, right? Yeah. Any spot that you have that's that's taking up more money that they could be making. He's like, all right, I think you need to come down here. And I was like, okay, cool. I drove down there, and he was like, Get this piece right. of shit off my property. Well, he was like, he was like, <laughs> he's like, I'll fix everything. Uh, there's a axle that's broke. And I was like, I don't know. I've been driving it around. But okay. He's like, I'll replace the clutch, axle, air conditioning, everything. Uh, 1200 bucks. Oh, a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, 1200 bucks? Fixer. He was like, what? I was like, fix her. He was like, oh, well, I'm not going to do that. Wait, what? what? 1200 bucks. Go, I'll fix it all. 1200 bucks. And then he's like, I'm good. He just shot a number out of 1200 bucks thinking I was going to go. I'm not putting that much into that Sentra. Right. I love that car. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, 1200 bucks. That's way cheaper than I thought you were going to tell me. Right. Let's get on it. What are you standing here for? Yeah, sounds good. He's like, he's like, where do I sign? And he's like, I'm not going to fix it. He's like, that's you're going to pay more than the car's worth. I was like, yeah, but one, I don't have money to buy another car. And two, I like that car. He's like, and three, the stereo in it is $2,500. So. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I was like, you're a mechanic. I have a car that's broke. This is 
That's how this works. Yeah. You gave me a price. I said, okay. Why are you still talking to me? Yeah. It's time like, to work. He's like, easy to take your car again. Less of this, it. more of this. More of turning that wrench. Yeah. I want air conditioning shit. And he's like, this is, I'm going to give you a little piece of advice. And I was like, okay, what's up? He's like, sell it to a Mexican and buy another car. Oh. And I was like, but I want this car fixed. He's like, you're going to have to find somewhere else to do it then. And I was like, but you, that's that's your whole purpose of being where you're at. I, What the fuck? He's like, I'm sorry. I don't want to make money today. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. I, I got in it. I drove it home. <clears throat> and I put it on Craigslist. And I sold it in like an hour. Wow. Yeah, I was just like, so I'm like, so like in the back of my mind now, I have this like, like, are these guys going to call me and say it's not worth it? No. No, 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 no. No, they're, they're not. No. They're not. No, these aren't those guys. When you take in a Volkswagen Type 3, <laughs> 1970 Fastback, <laughs> with, a, with a clean body, I mean... You're not going to, don't get me wrong, you're not going to show up and exhibit as they're like, pimp my ride, <laughs> you know, like, this is <laughs> what we're going to do. We're going to put you on some gold spoke Dayton's and we're going to put the airbags <laughs> on it and we're going to, you know, like, that ain't going to happen either. But these guys are going to be most often with with that Volkswagen style. They're like, oh, yeah, we, you know, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg because we're going to put Bosch parts on there, so... Sixty dollars to us is two hundred and forty dollars to you, and that's just for the part, <laughs> right? That's what I'm scared of. I'm like, what could they possibly? What amount could they? So that's the other thing I was going to do. We're going to make bets, and by next Friday, I'm pretty sure I'll have an estimate. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have an estimate Monday. I'm pretty sure you'll have an estimate Monday, late late Monday. Yeah, I figured right around like one o'clock, but I figured we could make bets. And you'll have a second new estimate by late Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just be back to trying to figure it out again. <laughs> so I figured what we could do is that if anybody in the audience wants to make bets, I'll do a giveaway. Oh shit! Look at this guy. So, I'm, I'm in it. I like it. So, what, so is that the real reason that you're uh, you're uh, into the Spider Verse or your um, what Edge of Spider Verse Two went up is to pay that that uh, car bill, that suspecting car bill. Part of it. Because <laughs> I, I don't know what it's going to cost. I'm hoping it's not a lot because, like, you know what I mean. Like he got in, he started it up, so it's not like. You know what I mean? Are you going through the same withdrawals you do when you send your comic books off? Not yet. Not yet. No. If they don't call me by Monday, I'll start. But I'm Walk pretty sure the, they're going to call me Monday. Open the garage and the car's gone. So you shed a little tear and you pop open your lawn chair and you just kind of sit down and just reminisce. <laughs> it's when you get so drunk tonight that you wake up tomorrow and you go in the garage and it's not there and you call the cops and you're like, someone stole my car. <laughs> and then you sober up about nine and you're like, 
By the way, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I got real drunk. <laughs> so I went on and I was like, how to talk to mechanics? What what to do at the mechanic shop? I, I Googled that shit. I read all these articles. They all pretty much say the same thing. Don't go in there like a dumbass. It's pretty much how it boiled down. Don't be an idiot. No. I want this done. This is what I want you to look at. They said, okay. What'd you do to it already? This, this, and this. Okay. So, because every time he uh, rattled something off, he was like, well, did you do this? I said, yes. They're going to have to... They're going to have to start over as far as the tune-up, not with replacing anything, but just getting it to top dead center and going through and making sure, you know, valves are adjusted to it. Um, timing, you know, the distributor is turned to the right angle of it. And so the points are firing on the right point. Um, all the wires are connected and plugged in. All the, you know, gapping and everything on everything is correct. Yada, yada, yada. And, and that was one of the things I hated about my Volkswagen bus was once you started one of those things, you kind of have to go through and do all of them uh, and yeah. make sure that everything is, is, you know, set and then go from there and never touch that again because you already know you said it. It's already done. Set Don't it, touch it. it. <laughs> so okay, if it's not firing, it's something else. Yeah. <laughs> They're even kind of stoked that it still had the, the fuel injection in it. Nice. I think that's a little bit of the problem in there and some vacuum and some, I think the guy who owned it before you had tinkered with it a little too much. Yeah, I think so too. He's like, manual, I don't need no manual. Watch this. I'm going to fix it. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, that's good. I'm glad you got it there. Anybody, it, it was, yeah, it was, it's pretty easy. I mean, it took us an hour to do, you know, round trip. So what are the terms of the giveaway? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. What's the terms of the fix? How much of it are you considering it fixed? Now, are you driving down the road? Because I think you might have to have a little training work in there. So that changes some pricing between – because it, it runs. I said – I said – I want the estimate all the way up to driving at home. I, I to drive at home, and then we'll scale back, okay. depending on prices. So okay. that's why I, I was. Because he's like, "What about going through emissions?" And I was like, "I'm going to have to go through emissions." He's like, "Having it run good and going through emissions are two different things." And I was like, "Well, through emissions, oh. and then you make it nice." All right, all right. So we're going drivable home estimate. Yes. Okay, okay. So anybody in the chat right now that wants to throw an estimate out, I'll write them down. Whoever's close enough, I haven't decided the prize, but we give out cool shit here. <laughs> totally legit. So it'll be all right. I'll start with you, Chad. Drive home. I'm gonna go first estimate twenty six fifty. Matt, Ooh. 
I'm going to say... Darren says 4K. I think that's a little high. I'm going to say 3,500. I'm going with two grand even. You think two grand even, huh? Yeah. For, for to, to drive it home, two grand even? Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be real close to that. I think it's going to be first estimate, though. I think it's going to be a little higher. But you you could be right. You could be right in that um, that mark. Well, I just say two grand because that's exactly how much I have. <laughs> <laughs> Ever the optimist, I'm not, Kyle. I'm not sure you're familiar with this game and how it's played. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Just saying. Look, your your story was so funny. Chad froze in laughter. I know. I did. It it caught me up. Chuck takes 3,200. Darren's is 4K. Matt's at 35. 37. 37. Yeah. 3,700. Yep. Ouch. Ouch. It's ouch. That's a big ouch. Well, I'm just thinking if if he said it needs a new axle and he's gonna make it drive. No, that was my central. No, that was his oh. old car. Oh, 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 okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, that was my that was my old car. That wasn't this one. I haven't got an estimate on this one yet. They didn't tell me anything yet because they weren't open today. They just do just happen to be standing at the gate at the yeah. where you drive the car in. He just happened to be standing there. Which didn't you say you called him and asked him if they're gonna be open on Friday and he was like, oh yeah, we're gonna be open and then. Oh no, we're closed. I just happened to be here. Yeah, they, they were like, "Yeah, the the person that told you that was wrong." No, <laughs> <laughs> well, I got that. We, we are supposed to be open, but as it turned out, it is July third. We had forgotten that. We started <laughs> that's drinking and barbecuing, and we all called in sick. <laughs> that's probably what it is. The manager was going to write us up, but we invited him over, and as it turns out. He is suddenly as sick as well. <laughs> oh, I hope it's not that high because then I'm gonna have to like pick and choose or not do anything. You know what I mean? Well, I, I, I mean, I, I would still pick and choose because there's probably gonna be some stupid small stuff that you and yeah. your dad or you and Chad could do. Yeah. I would just get the big stuff that you can't do that it's gonna involve like lifts right. or you know anything crazy like that, like anything small that you or your dad or you and Chad or chuck or whoever could do i would just be like that that's part of having a project car yeah you know just okay just fix the big stuff make it drivable you know the the other stuff i can i can figure out me personally i may even do the wiring i know you're better at wiring me than me but i know like auto automobile wiring is a bitch to deal with i know my experience working at boats boat wiring is a bitch to deal with and i wouldn't want to you can so, buy a full kit though you can buy yeah. a full wiring harness and you got to lace it up in there and get it all in. But I mean, it, it's doable. It's just, it takes time and it yeah. takes patience, but it's just like wiring a house. Yeah. I, it, I mean, you just got to run the wires to where they go and put them up and run them through here and put the thing in and zip tie it here. And I mean, it's a Volkswagen. Uh, literally, you could probably get it running for $40. It's a Volkswagen. 
bailing wires, zip ties, duct <laughs> 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 I mean, you can, you know, but to get it done and done right, it's going to be a little above the two grand mark. And they're going to throw in there, you know, that you need a clutch. They're going to throw in there. And automatic. Know, that stuff. Oh, that's right. That's right. I mean, I need a clutch. I'm taking it home. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Ask him, I need your clutch. I forgot. Him, you, did get, you did get the automatic. That's right. I remember I took my yeah. Nissan in one time and he he came up to me and he's like, the dude was like, he was new guys. He, and, you know, the way that Nissan, I've told the story before, but the way that Nissan dealership worked i would get there a little bit early and i would start listening to what all the techs and not all the you know the all the people with everybody had the same you know it was battery day or it was it was uh air filter day or it was you know what i mean oh yeah yep and the guy came up to me he's like man i got some news i need to let you know and i was like what's up he's like this is your automatic transmission filter we're going to have to replace some parts of the automatic transmission. And I was like, don't put any automatic transmission parts in my fucking car. He's like, don't you want to drive it home? I said, I'm going to. Mine's a goddamn standard. <laughs> he was like, do you, would you like a free oil change? And I said, yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you handle that? <laughs> you don't know the difference between auto and the stick. So, so I assume I'm, I'm a little worried. Do you it know was automatic transmission that? day. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. they were telling everybody. And he just, he was new guy. Oh, that's, yeah. And I mean, the, the, um, the big one for a long time, because I've had friends that worked at dealerships and stuff, and the, and a lot of the dealerships, they kind of like to push it. You didn't hear that from me. Um, they'll lift the hood, and they will wipe off the battery. They'll wipe off the air cleaner. They'll wipe off the, the master cylinder, and they'll shut the hood. <laughs> I caught, See, I I caught a oil change place doing that. I had paid for the, the deluxe. And I happened to be outside smoking at the time. That's what I used to smoke. Mm -hmm. I was smoking and I was like, and I, and you know, I watched them pull my car up. They did change the oil. You know what I mean? Cause I could see the, the, the dude below, you know, I saw the oil drop out and shit. Sure. I saw the other dude, he cleaned everything off. And I was sitting there smoking and I was watching him. Watching him real close. It's like, Hey, pitter patter. <laughs> no, I was like, uh, I was like, hey, why'd you just clean those off? Aren't you gonna? Aren't you gonna? I paid for the deluxe. Oh, I did. I was like, no, sir. <laughs> that that is an incorrect statement. <laughs> I'm standing right here. I just watched you. You wiped them all off. Yeah, yeah. So you are correct when they do that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh. It's a service. <laughs> Just remember, when you get that warranty, it does not always mean that you're getting the best service. <laughs> yeah. So, but all right. So that's my. Those are the guesses. Guess nobody else wants to guess. He is not. You guys are scared to guess. Lots of scaredy cats. I hope it's something stupid, and they're like. 
Hey, dumbass, it was something stupid. Give me $600. (laughs) I hope that it's something even better where they're like, dude, we replaced like $4 for the vacuum line. She purrs like a champ. Drive it home. By the way, that's $104 you owe us. $304. What's the $4 for? The vacuum line. (laughs) Hey, you know what? I'd be happier than the pig and shit. Yeah, that'd be great. That's what I'm hoping for you, buddy. That's what I, you know, I hope that, I hope it's something small and quick and easy and, and, you know, some spade connectors on your emitters and, and injectors and whatever, and boom, done. Stupid. Yeah. No, that'd be great. And, I mean, that's that's Volkswagen life. Yeah. I mean, I went through, I broke down on my bus and had to have it towed. And finally, after a day and a half of, now, now mind you, I was smoking weed and drinking beer and, and stuff back at this All right. time in Sounds my like life. like a party to me. <laughs> yeah, Mac, this is a part of my life when when I was doing other curricular activities and couldn't get it going, couldn't get it running, couldn't get it. And after a day and a half, of, I mean, everything, valves, new new uh, coil, new, I mean, just and stuck in Nebraska. Luckily, I had a shop to work on and stuff, but um, it's working on it, working on it. Finally, after a day and a half, I pulled the cap distributor cap off. Points were busted. Like they were busted <laughs> in half. And I had a whole nother set of points sitting in my glove box because that's what Volkswagen people do. They carry an extra set of points because you never know when you're going to break down and your points are going to break. So literally after all that time, all that money, all that stress, all I had to do was replace the points. I could have drove it the rest of the way and never been broke down. Instead, I had to walk halfway through Nebraska with my dog. In the snow both ways. (laughs) Well, and at the time, I had my dog, uh, Geronimo. Well, Geronimo's a 120-pound hybrid Malamute. I just pictured the picture is is Chad holding it by the legs, walking uphill with it. (laughs) The whole time, I I, I was like, nobody's going to pick up, you know, some derelict kid with, you know, 120-pound hybrid freaking Malamute. And, you know what I mean? I'm like, this is this is a walk. <laughs> this sucks. And this is not a good part of the walk. Um, guy ended up stopping and picking me up, though. He was really cool. I thought you were going to take – I thought you said you, you were going to do what Luke Skywalker had to do when he was stuck in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a Colorado boy. If I get stuck in the snow, I'll build a snow fort and hang out and find, you know, worms and grubs and stuff and eat them and live in a little fire hut in my igloo and I'll be happy. <laughs> it's this heat that I can't take, man. This stuff is for the birds. It's fucking stupid. No, I hate it, man. I cannot take this heat. It drives me crazy. Get out of the kitchen. I would rather freeze to death than literally live in this heat <laughs> any day of the week. Literally? Literally? You're going to get that same experience, though, as far as haggling goes with no matter what you do, whether it comes to cars or yard work or anything like that. Like, 
I've got comic a, books. Or comic books. I've got a tree in my backyard that needed to be trimmed. I've lived in my house five years and haven't trimmed this tree. And I was like, you know what? Monsoon season's coming, so that tree needs to get trimmed. So I decided I'm going to do it myself. I bust out my little ladder and my saw, and I get up on the first branch. It's probably about three to six feet off the ground. And, of course, what's the first thing my dog does is run into the ladder, knocking it down. I'm like, all right. I guess I got to climb down. So I go to climb down, and as I'm getting down. (laughs) (laughs) As I'm getting down, I misstep, and I fall. And just barely miss the ladder and take like a WWE bump on the ground. And you know, like when you like crack your back, it's like, (gasps) like you can't breathe. I laid there for a minute. I was like, I think I'm just going to call somebody to do this shit because I am too old and too fat to be in this tree. So I fucking, I call a guy and the first guy comes over and I, I put it on Facebook. Hey, anybody know anybody who does tree work? And first guy comes over local and he's like, uh, 350. And I was like, three fucking 50 to trim this tree? And as he's sitting there, another guy's texting me. He's like, all right, I'm going to get another uh, estimate. So I get two more estimates. One was 180, and the other one was like 150. And the first guy calls me back. He's like, so did you make a decision yet? And he was like, I was like, yeah. But he was like, well, are you going to go with me? I was like, no, dude. I was like, I got a better estimate. He's like, well, how much is it? If you don't mind me asking. I was like, dude, offer me 150, man. Dude offered me one fifty to do the whole tree. Uh, nice. Three forty nine. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh man, all right, well, good luck. And I was like, cool. he's like, when's he coming? By the way, I was like, tomorrow morning. He's like, oh cool. Two hours go by. Hey man, let me ask you a question. What's up, dude? If I offered you one forty, would you do it? And I was like, absolutely. And he was like, all right, because I really need to work. So will you call the other person and, and cancel? I was like, yeah, sure. So I called him, and he was at my house at 6 a.m. Uh, yesterday morning and cut up that tree with him and his kid. And I ended up giving him 200 because he was here with his kid. But, you know, it's just better than me breaking my back, falling out of that damn tree. No, when you started this, I'm, I'm, i got to be honest. When you started this story... I was expecting some wily coyote shit where you oh, no. stuck the ladder on the branch <laughs> and started cutting the branch over no. here. No. He's standing <laughs> on the branch and he's cutting. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not, <laughs> not, uh, not quite. But it's just my dog to knock the damn. First thing he does, knock the damn ladder over. He's standing there for four seconds and then yeah. looks down. <laughs> but the ladder falls and and. Match just there with this little yike sign. Yeah, the minute dude, the minute my back hit and it cracked, and I was like, <gasps> I, I laid there. In the, if you're sitting there going, and your dog went, went <laughs> yeah, I laid there in the dirt, and I'm like, it's the greatest worst feeling yeah. ever, isn't it? When it's just like crack and it gets it all, and you're like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm laying there in the dirt, and I was like, oh, mistakes yeah. are gonna be made here. I need to just. Cause I don't have a vehicle to haul the shit away and we don't have a trash haul here. So I would have to yeah, get a trailer and shit. And it would just been a nightmare, but it all worked out. But I just thought it was funny that I, I fell out of the tree. <laughs> I thought about screaming for Brent, but he's playing video games. He's got a headset on, so he can't hear me anyway. You should have called me. I got all kinds of uh, implements of destruction for trees. Yeah. I got chainsaws and lambs. And have I told you I'm in Colorado? Yeah, Boy. I know. I, I know it's that, deceiving, but uh, I am not a hairy cowboy. I am a well-groomed mountain man. <laughs> and uh, 
I like the cold, long walks on the beach. No. <laughs> me, just me and things like tools, like they don't, they don't get along, man. And it's a shame. Like for trimming my bushes, I buy a bush trimmer. I was like, I'm gonna do this myself. Fuck paying for somebody. First thing I do, I'm out there going. Oh, how you man groom yourself? As <laughs> right. <laughs> you can call it Bush, dude. Well, 1974 was the No more. It's called manscaping and not a bush. And you got to stop doing that. My bad. Come on, man. Snake out of the jungle. My bad. <laughs> yep. I had to find it first. <laughs> but um yeah like um, so i buy trimmers electric trimmer to trim a bush the first thing i do is cut through the damn electrical cord with it and i'm just like this is this isn't my forte man this is why people are landscapers and i'm not <laughs> this is why i work behind the desk i'm out of my mouth that is a tool here. this is yeah. i can tell you comic books i can tell you speculation yeah I cannot tell you trim bush. I, I don't yeah. wax on wax off the car. I don't sand the fucking fence. <laughs> Books, yes. This shit. I don't no. trim bush, uh, man. No. No. I, I don't trim the bush. <laughs> All natural. <laughs> Clip a little too close to the limb and it's game over, right? That's right. That's right. Super glue can't fix that shit. Yeah. Don't want to get too close to the, the twig and giggle berries, right? What kind That's of tree? Right. I've, I have no idea, dude. I have no idea what kind of tree this is. I, I was gonna say that if you, if you fell off the, you fell. So Here, I figured. let me see. I can post a. I can send a picture of it to the chat and pull it up, and I'll show you which and then, branch. And I then uh, TK, oh, what kind of tree was it? Hey, it was the right fucking big one. I tell you, <laughs> yeah. it was the <laughs> one in the backyard. <laughs> let me let me do that real quick. I will send this to you. Oh, and, we are. It's like back in the day, on my, my first hunting trip ever, we go back to Nebraska, you know, where my family farm and everything is and was, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, Colorado boy, we go back there and we're hanging out and, and my, like, first cousin, um, Brian and my cousin Tim um, had gone out and they had shot a goose and it was a snow goose. So they're all bright white. And uh, that is a big fucking tree. Yeah, my backyard and, needs a lot of work, um, but like, so this branch right here kind of comes out this way, and that's the the branch I was up on, and I went to step back and fell and landed right here. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And uh, they had gone off on their own because we were pheasant hunting, but a goose came by and he was on the land, so they had shot the goose and they brought it over and they held it up and they're like, "Hey, you know, Chad, you know, because I'm the young kid, everyone picks on the young kid on the first hunting trip." Hey, what what kind of goose is this? I said, well, that's there's a fucking dead goose. <laughs> no goose is a goose. Dead goose. No, it's a snow goose. So I was like, well, it's dead, isn't it? You know, dead, I'm, dead, I'm dead, right. Dead goose. I like yeah. I like that thinking. Just wax it less ingrown hairs that way. <laughs> that's a that's a good tips for trimming my bush. <laughs> bush care. What the hell happened to your tree? I waxed it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what about your bush over there? Wax that too. It's a small tree. One it's a pretty tall tree. But I Amazon's just don't want to. The last thing I want to do is blowing over in the monsoon and taking out my house or taking out my walls and 
dealing with my neighbors. Amazon pulls up and has one of them tailed those lift gates on the back. They're like wheeling out 50 gallon drums of paraffin. What you gonna do? <laughs> Landscaping. <laughs> <laughs> Blast in the yard. It's a dead goose. <laughs> but just, yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're okay, Matt. I'm glad you yeah. didn't hurt yourself because uh, here paralysis I've, is in this. I've had, yeah, I've had some friends bury chainsaws in their knees and and things when we were very deep in the woods, and it would suck. Yeah, I've I've had friends dislocate their on a trip in California, Northern California, my, my, um, my good buddy, um, fell tripped over. Of course they were all drinking. I was over at the time. And I appreciate you giving me that credit. If you think I'm going to take out my knee while I'm trimming bush, well, you, you, hey, you must think I got a pretty big, <laughs> a pretty big stump, huh? You must have a pretty big limb. Yeah. You'd be surprised, man. Sometimes that shit gets out of hand real quick. Um, <laughs> He tripped over a rock and hit his shoulder and disjointed his shoulder. We were all camping up in Chico, California, and the closest hospital was like 40 minutes away. So I had to take him all the way over. Oh, my. That was. That I was just awesome. took the dead goose and smacked him, and it put it back in place. That's right. I said, like, hold on. <laughs> hold on to this goose neck right here. It's going to hurt. Put that right in your mouth. This is going to hurt. I don't want you to bite your tongue off. Here, bite, bite the wallet and hold on to the goose. You're going to feel a little pain. Oh, and then I hit him in the head with a shovel. It might honk that at you. It. <laughs> it might honk at you a little bit. Yeah. Oh, don't, man. don't be scared. No, I'm glad you're okay, though. Yeah. That's we all are. Are. The worst is when you're cutting it and it falls on you or... And, and I don't mean like you're literally pulling a coyote where you're cutting it above you and it falls on you. I mean, yeah. sometimes that stuff will twist and come around and whack you. Like when the whole hog catches a nail. Oh, man. Worst black guy I ever <laughs> freaking had in my life. <laughs> Knocked me clean <laughs> off of the top of a six-foot ladder. Punched myself right in the eye. <laughs> with the whole hog caught with a six inch hole saw. <laughs> it was terrible. Because then you got to tell everyone for the next, you know, month, oh, what happened? Getting a fight? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should see the other guy. He looks just like, looks just like this. <laughs> when I was working at one company, I remember I had a, I was drilling. When I had my dreads, I was like this down and the dread caught in between the chuck and the drill oh. and it went <laughs> and my supervisor walked in just as it fucking hit me in the head he's like what the fuck just happened my dread tangled in my drill <laughs> <laughs> so I'm fucking with it and got it reverse <laughs> and I get it out so every morning Every morning before we'd all get in our vans and drive away. All right, everybody, it's time for a safety meeting. Gather around. Kyle, show them what you did. <laughs> <laughs> you got everybody that makes fun of you for about 10 or 15 minutes. About how I it. can always be used as a bad example. 
Show them what you did. Huh? So uh, we got the word that uh, pretty much con season is dead now. Uh, let's talk about Phoenix Fan Fusion a little bit. What's your guys' thoughts on the fact that they finally canceled Phoenix Fan Fusion, but they're de- they're refusing the to give refunds? Going to. What's that? You were the only one that didn't think they were going to. I held out hope, and I know Corbin did too because he wanted to do a speed dating. But what's up with that no refund thing? Uh, I bet you eventually they're going to have to do it. Well, they're trying, I, they're trying I would, to hold out, but I. Like, I wonder how much they're of oh, that money they're using to pay the people that they, you know, the guests that were coming. <laughs> well, like, they're still going to have to do something with them. That's what made me wonder. It's like it's like it almost feels like they held out to see how many people they could get to come, and when those people were like starting to pull out, that's when they were like, okay, we can't, we don't have a guest to put on this convention. That's yeah. usually what happens when you pull out. <laughs> oh. Bazinga. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but um, I so, think what they did was they kind of like Ticketmaster. They've already robbed Peter to pay Paul. Now yeah. they're like, "Fuck, what do we do?" And in the end, they, you, we may see something where they come back and they're like, "All right, these people all reimbursed and and you know got out of it or whatever." So here's your money back. But it's like, you know, Oh, well, we're not going to give you a refund, but if you can't come next year, gift your ticket to a friend. So it's like, we're not going to give you a refund, but if you want to give your ticket to your buddy, they can pay you for it. Yeah. It's, it's, I just don't understand that business practice, but maybe that's, that's just me. I think they'll end up doing it. I think they're just going to have to, I think they're, I think they're all getting out there. They're change jars and they're going to Coinstar right now. I think, I mean, yeah, right. I think if a convention like San Diego is like, look, you got two choices. We can transfer your ticket to next year or we can refund you. Why Phoenix, Phoenix Fan Fusion should be doing the same thing. Eventually, I I bet you they do. I don't know how they could. I mean, if you, if you think that you're going to get anyone to come next year and you're going to hold their money this year, you're fooling yourself. Oh yeah, you're fucking stupid, man. It'll be it'll be the end of them. Yeah, they'll be done. Nobody want to go because they know they're at any time they can get screwed, and that's not what people want to do. Just like because you know Ticketmaster, that's what Ticketmaster tried at first. Hey, we're just gonna cancel everything. We're gonna postpone everything. We're gonna we're gonna push everything. Yeah, and they didn't want to give refunds for a long time, and then eventually the pressure came, and they had to end up. Refunding everybody, but it took it took months yeah. where they started doling out, and then they've got it given it stipulations. Oh, it has to be rescheduled. It has to be officially canceled. So if people are saying postponed. You don't get your money back until there's a confirmed date. Yeah, um, so that's eventually what's going to happen. Like Esteban just said, it says no refund is fucked up. Who would go to it again if they don't if they screw you over this year? Um, Grizzle Geek says it's fucked up, but not surprising. I wouldn't want to go. I, I wouldn't want to give them my hard-earned money, knowing that the slightest thing might happen, and if they get in a bind, that I don't get my money back for a service that I can't use that I paid for. Well, if I'm paying for their free ride, I, I, that, nobody's going to go for that. Hey, let me give you $180, and in return... If you could just tell me to F off, that'd be swell. That's never going to fly with anybody for a- anything. It, it doesn't matter who they get. It'll be fucked. 
Um, it, but the funny thing is, is Sabo, Sabo Tenkan, the local anime convention that's the week after, is doing the same thing. They're they're also saying no refunds carry over to next year. Um, sorry about your luck. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, I can see them trying to say, you know, carry it over the next year. I can try and I can see them trying to say that you're not going to have turnout the next year. And you, uh, it takes one guy to start a lawsuit and that goes out the window. Yeah. Uh, I also get that. I, I don't know everything about setting up the cons or what it takes. I know that it takes a grip ton of money ahead of time. But and if you a don't lot have of that a product is, to give, then. Well, and a lot of that is, you know, pre sale tickets and some of that stuff on the whole, you know, predication that there's going to be some cool people there. So you're collecting all this money and you're like, okay, this is what we have quote unquote we're not full yet we don't have all the money in yet but this is our ballpark we have a better idea of, of where we're going to be money wise let's try and get you know patrick stewart let's try and get you know um why so you can just Kyle, cancel Kyle for like Grayson. the third time well <laughs> so you know, you know what i mean like a third then, time then they try and get those people and then they announce it later I, i'm not totally sure how all that con set up the way they do a lot of that like my thing I is, I always though, thought it was a little bit shady to start. Yeah, my thing is though. So you're you're paying, you're buying a ticket for this year based on the guest lineup they have, because that means that there's somebody you want to see this year. What if they can't retain that person next year, and then all of a sudden there's nobody that interests you the next year, and you can't get your money back? You right. Have to try no, to, I, you try have to try to sell your ticket to somebody else. Yeah, it, I agree. And it's like it's a local convention that's not going to sell out, so it's not like tickets are are that hard hard to come by, you know. So it, you're going to pay I, fifty bucks to the convention to buy your ticket there. Or you're going to pay fifty bucks to some random person on the on the street and hope that it works, you know. No, I think it would be this, their a stupid decision on their part if they stick to their guns. They should give the option. You can either same thing San Diego did. You can either. Just roll your ticket over to next year, and it'll be all good. Or you can get your money back. Make up your mind. But even then, that so even then, like I, I wonder how they're going to do it because you think it's going to cost them more money to do an infrastructure that allows you to to tr transfer your passes to somebody else or change that over because it's not like they're pre mailing you passes. So what are you going to show up there and be like, oh yeah, I want to buy. I, I bought this person's pass, and it's not under your name. They're not going to sell you that pass. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's a. I, I totally agree with what both of you are saying. I mean, that's. <laughs> I don't know how else. I mean, they really should give people the option and let them choose. That's the only way that works. Yeah. What? What are you laughing about, Kyle? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, okay. Just comments. No. Oh. My neighbor's like blowing up his backyard right now. It sounds like dope. Yeah, I just had a couple out in my front yard too. That's one of my favorite games in Arizona. Firework or gunfire? That's what I'll be doing tomorrow. What? Gunshot or firework? Oh. Last year when I went outside, dude, fucking looked like a fucking war zone at my house. 
it was so loud and smoky and and it just sounded like there was explosions everywhere it, just, it was now i know why soldiers get ptsd that's fucking freaky dude Yeah, but I don't know. So yeah, Archon season is officially done. Uh, we have hope for for Tucson if you're looking forward to Tucson Comic Con. But other than that, it's over. It's over, folks. Yeah, it, it, Tucson ain't gonna happen. You know, and this is a discussion I was having. We were kind of having in the chat was I don't expect much of a con next year. I, I, I really don't. I, I think, think it'll it was, be huge dwindled numbers for sure. I think you're. I th- the, the way it's going to be – yeah, the way – I think the way any large gathering is going to be, it's going to be way different. I don't think it's going to be this huge convention of people fucking jamming into this convention center, into this uh, – down these escalators and in these air. I just – I don't just go, well, you know, for the year 2020, need to distance, but 2021 – we're back to normal. I, I just don't see that. And I don't see these hundred thousand people conventions going anymore like that. So do you see them opening up more of the, the convention center and using all of the convention center? No, I see it. I see it a lot less. I think they're going to have to scale it down. Less tickets, less people there. I think they're it all depends to- on how quickly we come up with a vaccine. And how many people want to take said vaccine? And I know there's a lot of anti-vaxxers out there that don't want to, that are, or there's a lot of people out there in general that are like, I'm not taking a vaccine no matter what it is. And I think that's how quickly we get through herd immunity and how quickly people vaccinate if they choose to will dictate on what happens next year. I, I, I just don't think next year will be the year that everything gets back to normal. Grizzle Geek says we're, we're two years out from normal. I think it'll be interesting to see what happened. I think after November, you'll probably not hear about the oh, here we go. Virus here goes until, the conspiracy again. Until someone's just referring to it as a historical part of our lifetime, where where there were shutdowns. So you think in sixty days, no one's going to talk about it anymore? I think it'll disappear. Come January, you won't. It, there won't. After November, and the elections are all done, and it's done. It, okay, so conspiracy theory, sure. Tin hat, sure. But you can call it what you want. You can also go back into history and you can look at every election year where we had bird flu, swine flu, uh, yeah, Ebola, freaking every other flu of, of every other germ, of every other placation of. You know, every four years, how, you know, the state shut down. Yeah, it's never been this like this. It's, yeah, no, you know, it's every, never been to this extent. Every election year, you know, we're so used to everything shutting down. It's just no big deal now. Just, well, this has been this has been the extreme. We're shutting down. It's it's this is the extreme. <laughs> the first year of the extreme. <laughs> Better so. patterns. Time to shut it down. Let's go. Every That's four right. years, shut down. You, hey, this could be the new norm. This absolutely could be the the every four year new norm. I I, I mean it's hard to say at this I, point. I, with I think I that, don't look. Wh- I don't trust our government. I don't trust the right. I don't trust the left. I don't trust any of them. But you know, opening up the convention center more, 
it's not that's not going to make it so there's less people. Right. It's not going to make it so people are spread apart. So that doesn't really do anything. <laughs> there's a strain of rabbit Ebola in the U.S. now. <laughs> Here comes the next thing. Nubia says, and with limited numbers and tickets sold, they're not going to get big name people who will draw a crowd. And also, the big names probably won't want to be in public signing stuff and taking pictures. I That's think, what I see a lot of people not wanting to do that for a while. I, I envision. Hey, hey, ish. There's no, there's no retracting messages here, buddy. I envision that it's gonna be like. <laughs> be a man. Oh, he said it's in China. A new swine flu in China. It's gonna. It. I envision it being like the grocery store. So they're gonna have plexiglass in front of them with a little slit. You slide your book through it. They have gloves on. They sign it. They slide it back to you. Like the the photo. I think the days of photo ops like that are gonna be like where you're putting your arms around people and stuff are gone. You know, it's very, it's very possibly could be. Just this this fear now is just. I think it's just. I think it's just gonna be hard to. People just are not going to want to do it for a while. I just, I think the way we used to gather, it's changed and it's changed for a long time. Well, and I already said that I think that they're going to go to a lot more of the over the internet kind of stay in your mom's basement and watch the con from your mom's basement. Like you want to see the panel, pay $75 and watch it on the, on your computer or on, you know what I mean? It, it just, You'll get some people, we're all nerds, we all like to go and mingle, and, and we like to take Stink our chances, together. whatever. Yeah, get stinky and, and, you know, rub butt to butt, or I don't know, maybe some guys like butt to nut, whatever they're into, it's not my business, but they're going to still want to go, and you're going to have a, a lesser crowd, and you're going to see a lot more over the internet and a lot more sales. That's that why way. I think the CGC thing is is genius that they're doing you send your book and we get it signed for you it's a control and i think if you want your favorite artists or writers now to get your book signed i think that's for a while for a while i think that's just going to be the way it is i wouldn't be surprised if if come next year san diego comic con's like fuck we can't have everybody there i just I, i just don't see it well, look at, and TK is absolutely right. Look, the 9-11 changed the way we traveled. Now we have all this. Like it wasn't a year. It wasn't just for a year. All of a sudden, everything was better. Oh, it's 2021. We could just do everything normal again. I just don't think it's going to be like that again. I think the way we enjoyed cons is going to be a thing of the past. I wouldn't be surprised if San Diego changes the way they do things. And it's you're, instead of, you're buying, instead of buying a whole week, you can only buy passes for day. Like, select days so like you're in pool do that well like pool a if you like they pull you so if you're getting in and you're in pool a you can only buy these two days or if when you get in you're in pool b you can only buy these two days instead of buying like all five days that's including preview night and and go into the convention like that they're going to try to control numbers who knows they they, it might not happen they might make you see they might be like the nfl and make you see sign a waiver that says you're you won't sue if you get corona and that you're at your own risk and have a good time I don't think they're going to do that because there's too many people that I'll be suing anyway. I got Coronas at San Diego Comic-Con. Or That'd be I a got, shirt to have right there, wouldn't it? <laughs> I got, I got coronavirus at San Diego and all I got was this San Diego 2020. Yeah. <laughs> all I got was the Rona in this shirt. I went to San Diego Comic-Con. All I got was the Rona in this shirt. 
This lousy T-shirt. I just, I don't know. SD Double C 2021. Yeah. Rona in this shirt. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I, I see it with concerts. I see it with anything that's going to be like that. I, I think, yeah, I concert. I, I think that we'll see a lot more test runs. Um, as far as, and you're right with concerts and, and things like that, events in the next, you know, six months of the of the first six months of the next year. Because um, everything's pretty much shut down and over this year. I don't think there's going to be the Gemma yeah, Mineral no, show in Tucson. There's not going to be any yeah. of the Comic Cons. There's not going to be any concerts. There's not going to be any of that. Um, so I think the first six months of next year, I think you're right. We're going to see a lot of testing of new ideas and, and things to – for concerts and all that. Now the guy that comes up with the new out of the box thinking idea on how to solve and fix a lot of this stuff, that's the million dollar money maker. That's the guy that's or gal or whoever, whatever. Ewok, Wookie, I, I don't care. Um, that's the the being that's gonna be hailed as the next, you know, Stephen Hawking. Hey, you know, we had this big problem where nobody could touch and love each other and as humans we have to have contact but we all wanted to go mingle and we couldn't this guy came up with this out of the box thinking idea <laughs> and it's going to be something crazy like like um was sander bullock in uh you know man what, demolition man was that demolition man sander bullock and and uh stallone and and they have the helmets on and, and he's like, Hey, yeah, you know, we don't we don't touch anymore. We we put on the helmet yeah. and that's how we I mean that's literally that, that something like that is is a result of something like this. I think I mean I think the biggest change we're gonna see out of this is you're gonna see Matt I, wearing a mask in public is just gonna become the norm. It is something you're gonna have to get used to. Got my Darth Vader mask. I think that's definitely going to become the norm, for sure. Um, and then social, the social distance, the six feet apart thing. I think that's 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 going to be norm. Get used to that. But I mean, how are you going to control that at a con? Yeah, I know. You're going to have to pay more staff to. Everybody's going to have to. They're going to have a more controlled a environment with a with a mop on it. You're going to be getting poked in the back. Yeah. Jason asked asked a good question: Is uh, how much would people pay to have you know a, a one twenty Zoom session with their favorite stars or writers or whatever? Eighty six. That's cents. a that's a solid question. How that's when, that's we, what when we change into the future, what is people willing to pay? Like you're going to be, hey, you know what I did? I had a Zoom meeting with Todd McFarlane, and he showed me the book that he would have signed had we met. It was awesome. <laughs> I was in a Zoom meeting with me and 700 other people. It was like a one-on-one. -on -one. Like, but totally not. It was totally yeah. just talking to me. Like I was, it, We like locked eyes. Well, I understand, like, if San Diego, I don't, I don't know why they won't, maybe they're going, there's there's rumblings that they're going to do this, and they're looking at this convention at home to, to test run it, but start doing a pay-per-view-like thing for Hall H panels. 
You want to see your favorite Hall H panel? You pay X amount of money to get in the virtual room to watch the live broadcast of that Hall H panel. Four ninety nine. You know, Saturday night. Well, look, then, you go that you go to the convention. You stand in line for days to get into that that Hall H panel. You know, okay, so, so what? And that's a good point that he was bringing up. Is like, how much do you charge? At what point do you, does uh, you know uh, us as the as the uh, consumers? Do we go, dude? I'm not paying. You know, this is over the internet for a Zoom meeting. This isn't, I'm paying $80 to get a signature because I meet him and I might get a chance up. I might get a chance, you know, um, uh, sketch on, on my variant cover. I'll, I'll pay you $10.95. For the entire con. And it, it, you can do it like how you would plan a con anyway. Okay. I want to see Tinian at 10.45. So they only let... 150 people into that room once it's full no one else can get in that that virtual room yeah so you have to plan your experiences and that's what they should do as well is the facilitators of the con should do the same thing okay you send your book here and at the con we'll get it signed for you you get it signed and graded same thing get it signed and graded for 51 dollars, and we send it back to you is the price going to go up for that now? Because there's more mailing, there's more dealing. It's no longer hand in hand. Does that add to the cost now? I mean, you already pay for shipping and stuff. It's already. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking like con signings. Grizzle Geek says with deep fakes and filters, it'll be like the old phone sex lines. You think you're talking to Tom McFarlane and then some fat dude in the basement in Ohio? <laughs> How awesome would that be? <laughs> is this Todd? Yeah, this is Todd. <laughs> Wait, you don't you don't sound right. Where's your where's your accent, Todd? <laughs> I've been seeing a speech therapist. <laughs> uh, I like, like me to sign this book, big fella. Yeah. Hey, where, where do you Todd, want the name tag? <laughs> I mean, I think. I think twenty nine ninety nine wouldn't be a bad price. I wouldn't pay twenty nine nine. Ish is asking twenty nine ninety nine to watch James Tini talk about Batman for forty five minutes. No, twenty nine ninety nine, thirty bucks to like Kyle said to have your run of whatever Hall H panel you want. You can you pay that much amount to get an access code to try to get into the watch that panel virtually at home. If you can't make it to the con, because I think you're going to still get that number of people that want to go to the con, and then everybody else who doesn't get to go still feels included. You know, yeah, you don't get the vendor floor experience. You'll get all that, but at least you get to see these panels. And then you, you know, you it, it, that would even well, it probably wouldn't cut down on the online leaks. But you know, you, you more people are getting that experience, and you're making I, more and that's where I, money. That's in the where I return. think they're going to make their money is in the panels. This is just like you're saying. This is porn. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow there's a porn connection here. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I think they're going to make a crap ton more money on their panels. I mean, it. I would pay fifty dollars. I mean, hell, I've paid fifty dollars for pay per view. You know, fights. They can um, do it as like. You could do it like. Same thing. Same thing. You know, when there was photo ops from ten to one, it's photo ops. You could do like, you know, for fifteen dollars, you could do a fifteen minute, or a five minute one on one. Yeah. You'll get a photo op of your Zoom call with Scott Snyder. I love Scott! <laughs> We're going to take a picture of you two right next to each other and look like you're in the same room. Let's go. 
You know, it's be like, I'll pay you ten ninety nine for right now for a photo session with Kyle. We'll send you the link and come in here and we'll screenshot you and Tom is gonna be. <laughs> we'll screenshot um, you and, and it'll look like you're in the same room together. Here's the goalie. Here's something. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. <laughs> like here's something oh, I guess. I just thought about it's this. gonna this blow it's gonna problem. be even worse than the Me Too movement we're going through right now. It's just fucking some yeah, random all these all these yeah. freaks, all these freaks and absolute crazy people that are right. out there. How many because we're not gonna see it, you know, because we're all looking at him. He's looking at you know 300 other people. How many of these freaks are out there, you know, flashing a <laughs> boob or freaking yeah. you know <laughs> doing a nut shot like hey. You know, yeah. hey, life out. Look at these nuts. You know? All right, Tim, it's time for your it's time for your one on one session with Scarlett Johansson, and Tim's connecting now to some dude shirtless like this the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see his arm just fucking going. It's like what what the fuck is going on right now? You know. <laughs> or it's, all right, Brian McClay, it's time for your one on one with Scarlett Johansson, and you're connecting now. You still look burnt. Oh, it looks yeah, like we lost just, Brian. He's holding up matches. He's like, yeah. burn. <laughs> he's comparing the skin burnt. tone to the match. He's just like, oh, yeah, to the burnt match. Oh, like, yeah, burnt. Burnt. But but you're still, you're hot, but burnt. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I think this shit's going to go awry. Yeah, absolutely. I I hadn't even thought about that until just now as being no. on the other end in their First shoes. All these fucking dumb fucking all these wacko people out in the world. That's that's the first way you're never gonna be able to do one-on-ones. It's gonna be like a group thing where everybody's muted. Yeah. There's an automatic mute. Everybody's like it all it is is an icon, but you could see him. Yeah. And that's the only way they're going to make it work because there's too many fucking weirdos it's out gonna there. It's just turn into chat roulette con edition. <laughs> yeah. Just the <laughs> the fat dude in his basement stroking one off or, you know, the dude just covered in chicken grease who just comes I'm into the... Dude's jerking off. 19, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I would be... I would love to be in that situation just because... Well, Matt could give it to you. Just He's probably doing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> to be that famous guy with 300 other people and you don't know what's coming at you. Like, you could just see some of the craziest like shit. You can even keep your eyes closed until, like, your hand is closed. <laughs> All right, he's not jerking off. Hey, John, how you doing? <laughs> it's train wreck con. It's like you can't look away, but at the same time, you're like, Jesus, I can't believe this is happening to me. <laughs> chat, oh, it's a chat roulette con. Absolutely, man. You're fucking crazy. It would be awesome. Just, just see some guys sitting there shaving Dude, his bush. Out of guys that were jerking off for Scarlett Johansson, we cannot do one-on-ones anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, it's just—is this guy fucking choking himself <laughs> while he's jerking off? <laughs> All right, Jim, you're connecting to ch- your 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 chat is connecting. Your live stream is connecting right now to Scarlett Johansson. Are you ready? <laughs> Hi, hi, Jim. One moment, yeah. Just see him fashion the belt around his neck and. (laughs) 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 And that's the picture he gets. Just. 
<laughs> just her like sitting next to him in her black widow outfit. <laughs> oh. Got some got some NXS playing in the background and the standee of fucking You just Jones. see you just see in the background a mantle of just candles lit and he's <laughs> going to town. Pulling the old David Carradine. Jerkins lotion sitting oh, on the man. industrial side, you know, sitting <laughs> on the side right there. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> box, box of Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Scarlet. I've been waiting for this, Scarlet. <laughs> Grizzle Geek says the Japanese VR jerk off machine stocks will go through the roof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we just proved why we can't have virtual con well, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to do virtual con. Then we listened to the Absolute Geek Podcast. We decided, that's a bad idea. All right, we're Scarlett, Kevin is connecting now to your virtual session. Say hi to Kevin. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bag over the head going to fucking town. Just all the creepers you're gonna get in there, man. Oh. Then you'll have a whole new wave of Me Too shit to worry about. Because <laughs> you can't deny that one because you're on your record. Uh, the one guy that hacks it, it's fucking pouring on everybody's screen for 45 minutes. <laughs> Jason said, I think you just proved why we must do a virtual con. <laughs> here's here's the sick, really twisted crap. Is you mean you didn't have to say a bunch of it already? No, no, that's normal <laughs> stuff, man. That's like my friends. Um, so how many people are going to try and make an example and totally, for instance, try and, oh, hey, I got this famous person on the line and boom, commit suicide. Boom, done. Look at look at yeah. look at the guy that shot Lennon because he wanted <laughs> or Reagan because he wanted uh, Ron Reagan because he wanted to impress Jody Foster. I mean, we have some Who absolute nut jobs in this world. There is some really bad stuff that could come. How do you screen for that? Who who do you hire to screen? Are you going to that. jerk off and choke yourself while you talk to Scott Chanson? No. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I won't. It's not going to happen at I all. I will check the box, I swear. <laughs> all right. Well, we're connecting. And as you're watching the connecting wheel spin, your shirt comes off and fly. it's flying down behind you. The belt's around your neck. Yeah, and you're ready to go. Or your camera just pans down to you with no pants on. Just sit there, like, and she comes on, and then, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of liability. I think you, I think we've discovered a lot of liability in doing cons at home, huh? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it would be a delay. So, yeah, there's a six minute delay. Scarlet, Jesus Christ, six minutes. What's your first roll like? <laughs> what are we going to Mars? Six Fucking six Mars. minute delay. <laughs> poor Scarlet's got brain scars, man. That poor girl. We haven't even had the con yet, and she's already like, oh, "I'm fucking out, boys." Dude, yeah, yeah. you would, it. you would totally. Jason's right. You would totally have to have at least a thirty second delay, maybe not six minutes, but a delay and a moderator to boot that dude out the minute his pants yeah. come off, or the minute you see a belt come anywhere near, you're gone. You know. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, Scarlett's back really quick because of our delay, and every guy was trying to jerk off. So we're back four minutes later. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that uh, that just I think that could go downhill real fast. <laughs> Grizzle Geek says you went all the way back to 1983 for an example for a wacko. That is what Optimus looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. Well, not that I'm trying to date myself there, Grizz. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not as young as I used to be. The dude just I didn't I didn't get all this wisdom chrome right here for nothing. All right. You're all right. So you're gonna have a 30 second delay before Scarlet comes on. Uh so when you see her, just you know, you can start talking. All right, he just starts laying out his masturbation devices, ready to go. Essential oils, just oiling yourself up when she comes on. (laughs) This just in on a side note, the new Japanese uh, love dolls, the elastic pussy and full vibrating (laughs) vagina and everything else that are fully animatronic, stocks have risen 385,000%. The good feelings, Fukumi Two, is sold out worldwide. Pretty much, <laughs> the oh Fukumi Two VR fuck suit is sold out worldwide. People, oddly so, enough, they all want it to look like Scarlett Johansson. The only thing on the other side was it's going to be like fucking, you know, Daryl will be at a fucking con, you know, at a con with live thing. You know how many naked chicks I just saw? All of them. All of them. They were all naked. Every last one of them. Is that why it took you an extra two hours? I made sure to give each and every one of them my undivided attention. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. (laughs) I I guess it depends on how you look at it. That could be good or bad. Nobody wants to see a dude jerking. I just saw these two chicks making out for me. Yeah. Good job, Daryl. And I'm only yeah. saying Daryl because I cannot think of his name right now. Uh, Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Well, and there you go. There's the other half. I mean, that's we were giving the example of men. I know a lot of girls that are worse than men. Jason Momoa. And they hide it better. Oh, Jason Momoa. There's Jesus. Jesus Carter. He just pops on the screen and you hear. That's my cell phone ringing. That's my cell phone ringing. Uh, that's all that's going on there. You see her face. Oh, oh, oh. Hold on, Jason Beard. Just, just look pretty. Why, you, see a wa- you see water splash the camera. Yes. Jesus Squirter. Jesus Squirter. Aquaman, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking me. Started. It takes a lot to get me off, Jason. I need a chainsaw. Fucking drill, a dildo drill. Just. Oh man. Oh my god. I think. I think we just. (laughs) We completely just decimated. Yeah. Welcome to to Absolute Geek Podcast, where we single-handedly just found the reason you don't do a virtual con. Oh man. Oh, 
That's a good point, Christine. <laughs> Jason Momoa is pretty unisex appeal. <laughs> yeah. So the dudes that are talking to him are using a vibrator also. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, man. No, you don't. I saw that episode of Live PD. <laughs> he's a uh, he's a panty dropper and a pants dropper. Neil Diamond is. Yeah. Corbin, you're missing out, buddy. You're missing out. <laughs> We're missing lot. you, Corbin. We're missing your input right now. There's a lot of people are that are saying that pants are off before Momoa even gets out of your mouth. The minute you're like Jason Mutt and pants are off, man. It's like he wants to be. He might be the. He might be the voice of a, a CGI Frosty the Snowman for a live action Frosty Snowman movie. Moist. It's gonna be. There's gonna be a lot of melting in that movie theater. Wow, you had to really <laughs> fucking. You had to work at that one. You really had to try, man. Yes, you got the crickets on that one. <laughs> Moist, uh, wet. He's melting. You didn't even. You didn't even go for the carrot joke. That yeah, was, I, that's right there. It was. I was, I was blatantly the right there. I was waiting for the carrot joke, and the it didn't drop. I was. I was waiting. Oh, that was too yeah. easy. I thought that was too easy to carry a joke. He's melting, moist. Ugh. Oh, man. That was uh, awesome. So something I know Kyle's pretty pumped about is uh, Paper Girls. The Brian K. Vaughn Paper Girls comic is being adapted into a television show. I'm stoked. That was such a cool fucking story. So let's see if when Brian comes back, if Paper that. Girls shows up on the uh, on the hot ten this week. I know. You know what's on. You know what's on there. Miles, Negan, everything. Negan the gold. Negan yeah, the silver. Negan the freaking uh, dude. I can't believe those damn books are going for that. I, it's awesome because they donated them to the, the stores. So I mean, that's awesome to help the mm-hmm. LCSs, but. Holy crap, those prices are crazy. Well, the, the gold, it was one per store, and it was $170 retail at the store for that book. Yeah, and they're going for like 400 bucks. You know, I like Walking Dead. I like walk, collecting Walking Dead comics, but I'll just wait. It'll go down. What, you want the will. gold? I'm not just buy the regular cover for five bucks. I'm going to. I, I I don't think it'll go down. I think they're gonna. I think people are gonna buy them. And that's how I justify not buying them. it, Chad. Yeah, Chad, get with the program. I'm still waiting for the. I'm, I'm, not, I'm still waiting I'm, for the the Todd McMarlin. Thank you. Who the hell's Todd McMarlin? Todd McFarlane cover. There you go. The thank you cover. <laughs> Todd McMarlin. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. That's that's a crazy book. Yes, Man, it's not even out yet. Yes, ish. That would be why somebody. Uh, uh, rated your paper girls today because it's going to be an Amazon Studios show, so it'll uh, be on Amazon. I got a signed I heard that it got signed. Yeah, I, I, Kyle and I have been speculating for a while that it was only a matter of time before this this series made into a show because it, it was fantastic so series. cool. Yeah, it's just what's it about? It's about these paper girls from like the the eighties, and they these aliens come and they get sucked through time and they're going to these different times in these different dimensions and what they're all they're trying to do is they're trying to get back to the their time but all this is intertwining and going on at the same time 
And it's just uh, okay. It's, question one: it's Paper out girls, there. so they're out like on a paper route, like chucking it, papers on porches. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what happens is, is three of the girls have been doing it for a while, and then there was a new girl, and they just met the new girl who is actually like the center of, of you know, the series, and they come together, and that you know that these aliens come, and it and it. And it, it puts them into like it, it brings them to like 2016. So like you know, way, way in the future, and, but 2016 then, with them hoverboards. Well, and then they get, and then they get shot to different dimensions. They get shot further in the future. They come back. You know what I mean? They get shot through all sure. it, through all different times with all different kinds of creatures and all this stuff. You know what I mean? They they run into their adult selves, and it, it's it's. It's really trippy, so I'm really weird wondering how they're going to do it because, you know, like when they travel through time and they go to these alternate times and dimensions, these th these creatures are talking different languages. In the book, it's just like gibberish. Like, you know, so I wonder how they're going to do all this. And I'm just, I'm wondering how they're going to. That could be really cool. It sounds really cool. Dude, I mean, they did far out. They did a lot of that with uh, with sliders, though. Sliders, they ended up on some planets and some different time dimensions or whatever where they were talking foreign gibberish and, and all that. Like they had to go get like a, I don't know if it was like a pear phone or they weren't apples. It was like pears or something. <laughs> but it, so it's, fun. you know, and it's kind of cool because, you know, they're leaving themselves these clues from the past to the future. And it's really, it's, it's a really cool series. And I mean, Brian K. Vaughn is an awesome writer. Yeah, that sounds he's, really cool. He's proved it time and time again. And it's, it's, it, you know, it starts out and you're just reading it and you're like, the more you read it, you're like, this is so fucking far out. And so crazy. I got to keep reading it. Cause it just, for a while, it just doesn't even make sense. And now you're just still reading it just so you so you're just waiting for all this to come together. It's wow. worth and you could I don't know how easy it is to find them now, but <coughs> it's it was pretty easy to find the series. Is it over? Is it done? Yeah. Did they end it? Yeah, they ended oh. it like what like a year ago. Yeah. Okay. It went for a few years. It's a good image it's, series. I'm gonna have to check that out. I bought it when we did comic reviews. It was mm -hmm. just an issue one that came out, and I was like, ooh, issue one, Brian K. Vaughn. It's, it's got to be at least worth checking out. Sure. And, I, I mean, we were hooked from issue one. Like, that was our, our monthly, you know, we couldn't wait for the next Paper Girls so that we could do the next Paper Girls review. Is there is there a lot of filler books, or is it um... – not like every issue is like a whole oh, wow, I can't wait for the next one. For the most part, it was like, I can't wait for the next one. There wasn't very many filler issues at all, just because it was so weird and out there that you really just didn't know what was going to come about of stuff. How old are the girls? Uh, 14. Okay. Okay. They so almost like a little bit of Stranger Things kind of vibe in there they with smoke it. and cuss and yeah. Oh, well, they are 80s prodigy children. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I would know anything about that. But uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, to anybody out there who didn't read it, it's worth 
getting the trades or it's worth going to your comic book stores. Obviously not Fantastic World comics because somebody bought them already. <laughs> but right. it's worth going through and, and, and digging those out. of. I'm sure a lot of them are in dollar bins because it was a hot series, but it wasn't like every issue wasn't an expensive issue. Yeah. Like yeah. issue one skyrocketed. It went high for a while, and then it just kind of leveled out. I don't know what the prices of them are now. I'm sure they're going up now after they just got picked up. Like, I think I bought a 9.8 signed by everybody, the whole artistic team. And I think I bought it for like 45 bucks. Damn. But that's, I bought that's it. That's nothing. I bought it a long, you know, I bought it a couple years, a few years ago. Sure. Now you can still get number one um, for about 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, see. Oh, oh, that's pretty good. But this book, this is this book is you know it's a series not a lot of people were into or knew about or picked up on. So I think this is one of those books that if you're spec, you're gonna buy now and it's gonna explode when the show actually comes out. So buy low now at twenty bucks a book in it's gonna skyrocket when the show comes out if it's if it's a fantastic show, which I'm expecting it to be. But yeah, with I mean as long as they don't add like a Snyder cut to it, then I think you'll probably be okay. You don't have to worry about another bad director doing more bad stuff to add more bad stuff to an already bad stuff. Speaking, I, of, it's going to be cool just because it's it's just it's just different. Speaking of Ryan K. Vaughn, are we ever going to see Saga back in two weeks? It'll be two years since the last issue. Probably not. I thought he said he was going to come back. I know he was taking a hiatus from it, but two years is a long time. It's a long time to wait for. I mean, he's got to finish. He has to. Does yeah. he? Well, I, I know, I know. There's some people out there that can't finish. It's, it happens. It happens. Yeah, it's a medical issue. <laughs> they have pills for that, man. I don't know. <laughs> little blue, uh, little blue pills. Or yeah, there's some, there's some non-finishers therapy. in the world, but with, I, I think it would be a huge mistake to let saga sit and and not get done i mean if you put out a saga book in two months you're gonna sell the crap out of that book and if you add a variant you're gonna sell that variant quicker than any book we've seen go to date i mean everyone that has ever read it that has any any kind of spec or any kind of anything is gonna be all over that saga book yeah yeah, and I I'm sure there's there's got to be net like there's got to be Netflix or Amazon or Hulu or somebody's out there drooling over the rights to turn that into a show or a movie and they're yeah. just waiting, you know. Yeah. Who knows. He said he says the hiatus was supposed to be so they could do a Netflix/Amazon deal, but 2 years later well, how long ago was it that the Netflix announced that Malar World deal, Kyle? That was like two years ago, wasn't it? It was a while ago that they announced that they're gonna they signed an exclusive deal with Malar to pu- to publish his stuff, and we haven't seen anything out of that yet. I think it was although in one of those things, I think it was like when all these image comics properties were being bought up, yeah, and they're just being bought up in shelves so that nobody can. Do no, anything with them, and then down. when they decide they can, they want to do something, they can. Although I'm surprised we're getting an old guard TV show as quickly as we have. 
Because I like, there's so many other common properties out there that, that I think it would be a better hard to make one them. to get into. Yeah, that I think that would be Saga being one of them would be more likely to be a winner than Old Guard. But I guess if you got someone like Charlie Theron who's ready to to go and put their power Ooh. behind it, Charlie Theron. Why? Nothing. Did I fuck it up or something? Sorry, I don't let it slide. No, say it. Fix it. No, you're good. You're good. You, you said it right second time. You're good. Okay. Whatever. You want me to Theron, the pronounce the... That's one of those names that you have yeah. to say twice. The first time you say it, you will jack it up every time. I mean, how often are you going to say that name? Not very often. And when you do, it's such a weird, like... Like you got to pronounce it in a French accent. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not French. I can't yeah. freaking do it. bitches. <laughs> and then uh, he says, "Saga 55 would be like Spawn 300 level sales." I think oh, yeah. it'd be. I think it'd be above that. I think it'd crush those sales. You think so? I, I do because I think a lot of the people that want that book that are looking for that book aren't just going to buy one book they're going to buy two books they're going to look for the variants they're going to there is but man there is a lot of saga guys and the guys who are out there begging and wanting the saga they're they want it and they want it bad they're going to go out they're going to collect every variant they put up next thing you know that oh well can we get a peach momoko variant you know saga 55 oh i'll take six of those it just, I, I, I think we, I think we'd see some massive, massive. Apparently, sales. we apparently we need to get our shit together with names, or at least Matt does, <laughs> or at least I do. I'm terrible at pronouncing names. I don't care. That's why if you call everybody "Hey you," yep, you never get their name right. wrong. I don't, judge. Hey, I don't buddy. judge. hey, buddy. Guy. I do, buddy. Hey, man. What's up, duder? But I think we're going to – I honestly think – I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Image – because Image is doing this this whole, like, campaign with their, their back – Champagne. No, campaign. Their whole campaign with their back bigger, better than ever thing. And that's kind of where the, the Negan Libs spawned out of was for that. And I think – I wouldn't be surprised if Kirkman's sitting there t- trying to get other people in Image to, to drop books like that that are to help shops and – so you, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a saga coming out again, or or any one of those properties. So I expect it. I just I, it, nobody knows when it's. I think it's going to happen. That's totally just what I think. And my opinion is like an asshole. Everyone has one, and mine stinks. Yeah, you should wipe better. That's what that's what men wipe man wipes are for. A little bit of bleach and cologne. I'll take that right away. I'll make it stink less. What Matt said. What what Lap <laughs> said. Some, cl- Matt. some Clorox wipes, dude. <laughs> some Clorox wipes and a little Cologna. Yeah. Little Ode de Toilet. Ode de Toilet. Ode de Toilet. But Ode I'm- de Toilet is kind of like Charlie Therion. Yeah, Charlie Theron. <laughs> Charlie uh, Terrion. <laughs> I love that girl. <laughs> love me Charlie Terrion. I said Charlize Theron, not Charlie Terrion. <laughs> but I liked, as a Walking Dead fan, I and I was kind of hoping Kyle would have read it already, but I like Negan Lives. I liked being 
getting back into that world and I want to see more. And Kirkman kind of does what Kirkman does and left you on a kind of a cliffhanger of, are you going to get more? Are you not going to get more? So So what was it about? Was it? So it picks up right after, um, I can't remember which which issue was, but the issue where, Oh my God, dude, don't even start. No, no, no. Next topic. Dude, dude, but it's because it's been so fucking long. No, it's not. It's been so long since I've read it. But remember the issue of Walking Dead where Maggie leaves to go find Negan after he escapes and she finds him and she's going to shoot him and she doesn't and he buries Lucille. It picks up right there where after he's buried Lucille, he's got a makeshift grave for her. He's picking flowers for her and for the bat and bringing it back because it represents his wife. And he gets jumped by another group. A, A beautiful woman shows up and is trying to to persuade him to show her where any communities are. And Negan's like, what do you think? I'm fucking stupid. You're just out here. Not a speck of dirt on you looking like a million bucks. And you don't think I got, you got people with you. Where are they? And they kind of jump them and he kills them all. And he's trying to separate a dude's spine with a, a shovel with a little like command, like combat shovel. And uh, so it, it ends with, because if you remember in the last issue, 93, there's that shot of him with the headstone for Lucille. So it, it's going to go from a, a makeshift headstone to a real headstone. So he's going to set off to go find his wife and whatever hospital he left her in to to take her and bury her body. And so the final issue is him being like asking that girl if she wants to go with him. And that's where it ends. So there's no necrophilia in this book No, No necrophilia. I'm out. I'm out. Yes. That's a hard Sports pass. Plus. Hard pass. Charlie Tehran, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good read. I liked it. And it's like I said, I liked coming back to that universe. And I like seeing it since it's been a, a year since Kirkman has ended the story now. It was nice being this, being able to to get accurate Negan, not... Not that Jeffrey D. Morgan does a bad job, but not the TV version of of Negan. It was nice getting I don't that. Want to see a goddamn limbo company? Yeah, where they really screwed up with Negan now is he's just too goddamn nice in the show now. Yeah, I, I'm so out of dude. I haven't I haven't read. I quit reading <laughs> way before any of that. I stopped watching the show way. You know years ago stopped watching i stopped watching but like this dude's screaming he's like you now have a fucking shovel in your mouth your fucking heart you motherfucker and he's like just got it shoved in him dude it's fucking it's a good book it's negan at his best man and i I would love to see a little bit more oh so it is out i didn't think it was out yet yeah it came out Wednesday. wednesday oh okay okay i thought it was next wednesday it came out Matt got a sneak and, peek because Charlie T. Ron. Yeah. And people are going crazy because at the end of uh, the last issue of Walking Dead, he wrote in his like in Kirkman's little note to the editor or note to the fans, letter hacks. He put P.S. Negan lives at the bottom. And at this one, he writes P.S. Clementine lives. And Clementine was the main character in the Walking Dead video games, the Telltale games. So people are speculating that there's gonna you're going to see Clement, a Clementine comic come out now and well, see, and that was my next. That was my next question: Is where do they go from this? So, we're seeing big giant books spike sales and all that. Um, COVID twenty. Do we see Clementine book? Do we see the the Clementine? Do we see the um the Daryl? Do we see 
do they make a, a single book of that alone time when Carol takes off from the group before she comes back or, you know, I don't know. But. No, because the, the comics are separate from the show and the timelines are different because in the comic, Carol's long dead and yeah, there's no Daryl yeah, in the show or in the comic. Re- they can so, add something in there. Yeah. Is my, the point I'm making, they could add something in there and do an, oh, well, bef- right before it broke out or there was this period in between here and here where Carol did that or fucking Coral, you know, fucking, we got to have a book yeah. about Coral. But like there's, there's enough room here and he leaves it open-ended that way. He could tell a Negan story. It could be a six-issue miniseries. He, he could tell a nice did. Negan story. Well, a complete story, not just one off issue and continue it on or let somebody else write it. But I, I think there's, I, it, to me, it feels like there's more to come from this universe and it's just trickling out. So you think there'll be more? I do. COVID 20 comes out. What, what do you think, Kyle? You think there's going to be another spin off of a bunch of other individual characters? No. I think Kirkman just does what Kirkman does, and he he likes to leave seeds, even if it's real or not. Just like he said, I've got fucking Walking Dead 300 planned out. He just does and says shit so that nobody actually knows what's going on. Well, he came out and said that he he had recently that he had that many issues of Walking Dead planned out, but he's a fan of George... George here we go. I can't say a name. George R. R. Martin and the way he just abruptly ended the Game of Thrones. And that's what Kirkman was like. Oh, well, you know, I should do that in my universe. So he just abruptly ended Walking Dead the way he did. I do that now, too. Because he was like, how can you continue the story on when after you kill Rick? I don't know. That's the TV show that he's not dead. He's just gone. Movies. <laughs> yeah. Making movies. I don't know. No, I just I just I. I mean, I've, Kirkman's always been that guy that does and says things, real or not real. Yeah, he's a troll. He's a he's a he big just, troll. He's just saying stuff that you like to hear right now. Yeah. So it's it's just like conspiracy theories with COVID. You're gonna you're hearing the ones that you like <laughs> yeah. that appeal to you, and that that's my real news. That's not J- my fake Jar- news. Jar Jar Martin told me. <laughs> <laughs> COVID is fake. Jar Jar Martin. I'll never, I'll never think of that guy as anything else except for Jar Jar Martin. Jar Jar Martin. From here out. <laughs> He's the zombie guy, you know. Jar Jar Martin. <laughs> Jar Jar Martin wrote that them their throne story. <laughs> Did he write about those dicky raggins? But I think, I, I think Negan, Negan is a popular enough character that, and depending on sales of the numbers on this book, I think it's from Star Wars. I, I think you're gonna get a little bit more Negan to come out of the Walking Dead universe. I don't think they're done with him yet. They killed Jar Jar Martin. I don't. I don't know. I am not in tune enough with it to um, to have any kind of input whatsoever on that. Um, I think book sales. I don't know if he just did it. Fucking Kyle's cracking himself up over there. <laughs> Star Wars. 
I think I think he may have done it. Like like Kyle was saying, it's always hard to tell because he he does he does stuff just to you know fuck it. I'm gonna do this and and nobody's gonna know. And I do them know that about him. So it, I wondered if maybe he was like, this is what I can do to help the LCSs because of of COVID and everything and the shutdown. Um, I'm just going to put out this book. I know it'll sell. Everyone still, you know, is very much a fan of Negan and that storyline. So I'll just make a one-off book and then I'll never touch it again. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I say whenever. That's kind of that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Like, he probably really wasn't going to do it, but he found a way to help. Yeah, helping George R. Martin. <laughs> I could I could go down as the guy that saved the LCSs with one book. Watch this, Jar Jar. His name Legan. I'll I'll learn you how to write there, Jar Jar. George R. Martin. I'll learn you good. Missing all the fun back is Mr. McClay. Jar Jar. That was a long show. You guys didn't know it, but uh, we were doing some uh, some some crazy uh, time travel within the time travel type shit. Podcasting while watching the live Absolute Geek podcast at the same time. So, Oh, great. Uh, so you got to hear our, our whole discussion on autoerotic asphyxiation while at a digital convention, huh? Well, luckily enough, I muted you guys. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> we talked over it while we were showing you guys talking live. So Smart move. Smart yeah. move, man, because that was a that was a rough talking, a rough <laughs> subject, man. Oh, so and I don't mean you're, I don't you're mean an told, I didn't tell us going. <laughs> well they're probably over here now so shout out to everybody that jumped over here man shit that we're, was we're, not... we're talking about how uh, matt likes to fucking destroy everybody's name and he tries to fucking yep. spit out of his mouth yep i do Jar Jar so Martin. Did you did you guys talk about the uh, the news that uh, you know the Zatanna live action is coming? No, no we, we have not got that. Far oh yet. no, we, we haven't even got close to that yet. If you guys are ready to see some crazy heat on some books, if this Zatanna shit is coming and they do it correctly, Zatanna books are going to go through the roof. Are they written by Jar Jar Martin? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> if, it, if it ain't written by that damn there Jar Jar Martin, I ain't interested. Who's Jar Jar Martin? The fucking it's Charlie T Rex. <laughs> Matt's been having a hard time saying names of people tonight, so he's already screwed up that Charlie Theron. <laughs> Charlie uh, T Rex. He was having a little trouble. With- <laughs> George R. R. Martin that turned oh. into George R. Martin. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so it's it's actually been really fun. Good. We're coming um, up with some great names. I will never think of George R. R. Martin as anybody but Jar Jar Martin from George here on. Out. He died in episode six. Uh did you talk about your 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 Wookiees cookies yet? No, actually, I've been waiting because I know you got some stuff too. I want to let you do it all. You don't worry about whatever I got. Show show yours because I want you to talk about what what you got. Yeah, let's see your pick. Let's see your your pickups for the week. 
Oh, let me see. Did I put we got, the reason I say that is me and Chad got the same pickup, one of the same pickups because Chad was nice enough to let me in on a little secret that uh, I got some more to talk about once he talks about it. Oh, sweet. So maybe I'll end with that one. Charge our twinks. Because I've got, I've got a few. Well, and this is, it goes a little over a week. All right, Wookiees Cookies, here we go, baby. I'm going to help you guys out. I have found something incredibly wonderful. <laughs> when you bag and board, use this wall-safe tape. It does stick, it does hold, and it does not stick like the regular green... Um, oh, like scotch tape? Bend, bend your fucking board... And, and bag and everything in half trying to get the, the lip undone. It well, holds really that. nice, but it pulls off really nice as well. Yeah, you aren't going to rip any of your books in and you make that mistake of not pulling the whole piece of tape off to look yep. at something. <laughs> I have accidentally put a little bit of this um, on one book, and it came right off, not even a fight, left no residue. It was awesome. It's a little more expensive. <laughs> I I got I got uh, I think six six of them for like eighteen bucks on Amazon, so totally worth it. Um, I'm that's uh, that's my help for the and knowledge for experience in learning lessons. Okay, I don't know, and I was wondering. I ordered some some books. Do you know anything about these, Brian? Because I have never seen these at all. No, but I like that. Who did that cover? Not a clue. <laughs> I won't even lie. I have no clue. And it's just a spring catalog. And when is it from? 97, 98? Yeah, 97, 98. Uh, winter, spring catalog number 31. Oh, Matt Wagner, copyright, Dark Horse Comics. I got to check that out. That's I, I have. It, it came with some of my copies that I ordered or got. And it's got a bunch of just. Is it like a Dark Horse price guide? Yeah. No, it's an old store catalog. Oh. For like, if you want to buy books from them. That's before the internet was big. That's how everybody, every store did it. So I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen. Would you, you know, buy it? It came with it came with um, some of my books that I bought. So oh, I was sure. like, was man, I gotta, I gotta show it? those guys because I've never heard of this. I've never seen this. I've never nothing. And it's just, I mean, just newsprint, bare bones, black and white. It's, a, it's cool to look at, though. It's like, wow. Anyway. You're right, because it's probably a full catalog, so they didn't. Yeah, because they didn't have the, the order sheets. Um, I so give, I want to give a big shout-out real quick to uh, Christine and Istvan. Uh, I, I'm just checking the chat. It's nice to see them in the chat tonight. Yeah, be careful how you pronounce your name or you're going to get shit on for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't say his name wrong. Um, so I did get some of my Mexican spawn variants came oh, cool. in finally. Nice. Yeah. And this guy, man, what a trooper. Because when you order from Mexico, it's just brutal. 
I mean, they hold your book forever. And this guy was very communicative and, and worked with me and talked to me because this is, um, I ordered three different sets. And he's on eBay. I mean, you can find this guy and he'll work with you and talk to you all day. Um, How long did it take to get it? Oh, man. I, it literally. 17 years. It literally took from the, the first ones, it took two months to get the first double, took two and a half months to get the second double. And then this set of three, it took almost three and a half months. It's painstaking um i did i was in a in a i made a mention in a in a chat and you all know me i'm a spider woman i love my spider girl oh love it so i did get that christopher john tyler christopher yes yeah. where is that which where is that from is was that a uh a, a con variant yep it is it's and the it new york and how They're many? In New York or San Diego? Do, no, San Diego. Do they do three thousand of those too? Uh two thousand. Okay. And wow. this is this is four eighty eight of two thousand. And 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 you know, I'm not gonna shit in your in your soup or anything uh, or or in your beer <laughs> or your or, or your or your squirt. Um, but I will say that, and the reason I'm gonna say this is because another John Tyler Christopher book is uh, on the hot ten list this week, just like. The uh, Rogue. Uh, yeah, just like the Wolverine one was the other week. The these 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 ones that uh, he did for these cons. Remember, three thousand and two thousand print run is very large for a variant. Um, uh, usually, good variants are you know like one in fifty, one in one hundred. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, and the reason I want to say this is is not because they're not great books. That book, those books are beautiful. Mm -hmm. But just watch watch out that you guys don't pay too much for something that's got a large print run. I've seen a lot of those. Uh, are bit, I've seen them like in the – like I saw the Gene Gray one. I've seen so – they're like in the – people are putting them in like the $400 range. Yeah, the Rogue one just sold for four-something two days ago. <laughs> so now that's a huge, huge book. And again, I didn't buy it for – Spec. I didn't buy Cannabis it for. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't buy it for any any reason other than I'm a huge <laughs> Spider Woman fan. I have. So the only one I'm missing now is the Peach Momoko um, comic Tom 101 variant of Spider Woman number one. I I think I have every other one that was made. And it's just because I wanted every number one of Spider-Woman that just came out in the new release. Just because she's awesome. I love her. You're a Jessica Drew fan, too. Um, Not that big. Then, not then that big. Isn't, isn't that Jessica Drew, though? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you, you just like Spider-Woman in general. You like them all. I, I do. I yeah. do. I, I don't necessarily like one more than the other or... Uh, I'm not particular. I just love that character and what and and it started with my childhood because yeah. I grew up on the Spider-Man and Friends with yeah. with Spider-Woman and Iceman and they were always on anyway. I'm, yeah, yeah. Here I go dating myself again. Um, so this is I could go on for hours on the things that I've got this week. Um, we got this time. one. 
this one is huge for me. This one, I got two books this week that are of my top 10 all time to get books. And I mean, it, I've never had, I've never gotten a book where I was like, man, I could almost tear up right now. Now that sounds completely ridiculous, stupid. No, it doesn't. But I literally, I got two books out of my 10 and it was, it was this, this one right here almost did it. I I was like, I, I had to breathe for a minute, but. Oh, nice. It looks like it's in beautiful condition. Kevin Eastman signed. Yep. Did he draw the turtle it, on it? It is amazing condition. Certificate. I mean, it is 9-8 all day. It's a uh, second print. Um, but just to, just to have it is, I, I mean, this is, this is, uh, I read the first four TMNTs at, at, in a place called The Stand. That was the comic book shop that I was in. And it was right next to Aladdin's Castle in the University Mall in Fort Collins, Colorado. And I literally was a dumb kid and put them back on the shelf. You know, just like, cool, that was a fun read. That was awesome. That's what got me into comic books Dumbass. back in the day. <laughs> um, original TMNTs and, and The Watchmen. And... Um, does it That's, say on the certificate when that book was signed? Um, it does not. It doesn't say. It must the be day. early because it's it's odd that Eastman normally now Eastman draws a turtle on, on your book when he signs it. Right. So it's right. it's got to be an earlier right, Eastman well, signature. It is. It is, and he's his signature is a little bit different now. It doesn't look like this. It's a little. It's a little, it, I mean, it looks like the older style. Yeah. Yeah. So. what he does now, if you, he'll do two books. The first book will have the turtle head on it. Then the second one will just be a signature with, instead of a signature and turtle head. Right. So, I mean, that's, that's my dream books. And of course, now I always have to give a top 10 because my, my top dream books is TMNT one through five. First print. I'll take any of the prints, but to have, you know, just to have them. But so that's, that's a huge book for me. And then of course, I didn't get the number four, but I did get the number three as well. Nice. And that's a first print. Nice. And I mean, it is just pristine, nine eight condition, just clean as can be, um, just super. They had a, a four on the auction as well, and I probably should have just. What does that say? Does that say Laird? Yeah, that, Eastman and Laird. There's a variant of this issue, where right underneath where it says turtles, there's a graffiti that says something different. I want to say it says Laird something. And that variant is worth thousands. All right. Let me see if this is it. Let me There's a photo. 
So there's a misprint somewhere. I know that there's a misprint. I don't know why or what the misprint is in the number threes. It's, a, it's on Recalled Comics. If any of you guys don't know, there's a website called recalledcomics.com, which is an absolute uh, one of the best um, websites on the internet, not just in comics, period, because this, this will give you so much good information about super hard-to-find books, and there's tons and tons of books on there. Yeah, so I know that there is a a misprint, and I'm not I'm exactly sure. And this is a number of first print. This is first first print run. Yeah, Laird's photo. It says here an initial print run of 500 copies of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number three was produced ahead of the main print run, specifically for New York Comic Con in 1985. This initial variant lacked a lighter blue shade in many areas of the comic and as a result had many more white areas than the main print run. So the additional white areas can be seen clearly on the VW camper van, the road surface, and on the sign for Laird's photo. Uh, the latter difference gave it the alternate name of White's Laird photo. So if Laird's photo is white... Um, it's, it's not. Got some, it's got some white spots. It's not. It's, it's not green. solid white though. Let me see. No, that might be it. Hold on. I think that's it. The bus is definitely whiter than normal, and so is the road. That might be it, dude. The front of the bus is way whiter hold, hold than on. any right, other let me, ones. Hold on. Let me. Let me do this. Let me do that. Can I? Let me solo him. Oh yeah, let me see Laird's photo and let me look at keep Dude, it there, I bro. think that's it, bro, because I'm looking at it too, and it it looks the dan just about the same as I, the only thing I think that might be it, dude. The only thing is the O and the T and the bottom the bottom half of the T and H need to be a little bit more blue, I think. Mm. See that line though on the bottom of the H and Here, let the me, bottom uh, of the T, there's that blue line. I'm gonna exit solo and I'm gonna share screen here with everyone and let, let me get because I don't know if I can. I think that might in. be it, bro. Let me see here. No, I don't think so. I don't no, know. No, no those letters are way more white. Yeah, yeah that Laird's is way more white. Well, this is great information that we wouldn't have talked about if you didn't have that book. So, very cool, man. I'm not yeah. doing check mine now. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. These things sell for thousands, dude, because yeah. they only did a couple of them. I mean, it's one of the toughest books. Uh, it's probably like one of the top five toughest Ninja Turtle books to get. That is still one of my kicks in the ass from buying books from John. Remember he had that fucking box of nothing but Ninja Turtles, and I bought as much as I could until I ran out of money. And that yep. dude came on and just bought everything else out. I still kick myself in the ass for just not saying, hold on, I'm going to the ATM, I'll be right back. <laughs> Shout out to John. Well, I'm, I'm here to tell you guys right now, this is just this is just me. And, and y'all know I'm a big Turtle fan, but I think right now is a great time to buy Turtle. I think there's some key issues and things that are happening. And I think in the future, near future, now they already came out and said, oh, but we're going to have, you know, the new um, Ronin TV, Eastman Laird. And it got squashed and Laird and Eastman came out and said, no, 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 that's not happening. Yeah, but they're coming out with a, with a new animation. animated movie. Yeah. yeah. They are. 
Yeah. So I, I think I think right now is a great time to buy TMNT. And you could say that it's the Janica run. You could say, you know, when she shows up in uh, 95 or so you go from like 94 until 98. Um, or you could say that it's the the other white turtle in 101, the, the Mona Lisa or whatever. And, um, you oh could no. say her name is um, they just gave her a name in the last issue and I can't fucking remember it. God damn it. Mo is Mona. It's not Mona Lisa. It's Mona. No, it's not. Here, let me grab. No, because there's well, there's two rabbit. of them, but the the little the white. Original, the original female turtle is is named um, Venus de Milo. Yeah. No, that's from the well. That was from the TV show, but wasn't there another yeah. female turtle before that? No, I think it was just Venus de Milo. Yeah, so I I think that there's a lot of room right now. I think that turtles are gonna go up. Not that not that any of the original big stuff was is even affordable now anyway. Here, I, I think that it's a lot of it's very expensive. It's hard to find. People who have them hold on to them. So if you can find it, buy it. Because did you pick up? Bet. Did you pick up uh, issue one hundred five of the IDW run? I can't listen. Huh? Chad? <laughs> did I pick up what? Did you pick up one hundred five um, of the issue or the Turtles IDW run, the one hundred five that came out last week? Yes, I did. So she's going to be a huge deal moving forward. Yes. Um. So then I also picked up. The variant, the oh, one in what is it? The store, the store incentive. Her name is Lita. Oh, the new one. The Lita, the white albino turtle's name is Lita. And I actually got two of them because I kind of got lucky and kind of made a mistake. That's one of those that's, yeah, that's one of those. Like I'm gonna bid on this one and. I'm going to bid on this one as well, because if I don't get one, <laughs> then I can get the other one. And then it's like, cha-ching, and you win both. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'll take it. And then I did finally find this one. And there is like three different versions of this one. So that's always fun. Yeah, because that's the second when printing, can... right? Yes. So that's always a fun chase. But that's some good, you know, turtle love right there. Who doesn't love turtles? If you don't love turtles, you're in the wrong game. Get the fuck out of here. That's right. I did get the Momoko variant. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's dope. And that showed up. Put you back. Uh, it wasn't that bad. It was only. 40? I want to say 40. Oh, that's, that's, that's pretty good. No, it was it was pretty reasonable. That's better than what I paid for the double Ronin covers. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, you and me both. Um, so this is, and I'm going to pull it out of the top loader so you can really get a good look at this. Now, this guy's great, man. Packages. What did you say about my package? It's like a tree trunk. <laughs> um so this I got <clears throat> where did I put that one? 
So I ordered and got a Silver Surfer, a Turkish Silver Surfer that... Oh, man, where is it? It should be right here. He's about to drop some knowledge on you guys. Some major knowledge. John Z turned me on to this book right here. And big shout out to John Z. Uh, of the of the CBSI crew, because this book is just sick. And when he showed it, you know, I was like, "Oh man, that's that's just something you really." And they're they're really affordable. I mean, they're not crazy ridiculous. That's a um, that's a foreign variant, right? Yeah, this is so. This is the Turkish um, variant, and I, I mean the the artwork on it is just. I mean, when you when you see it on the screen, it doesn't do it justice. I mean, it is just gorgeous. When you look at it, it looks like you went and saw and met this guy, and he did a sketch for you and, and banged it out real quick and gave it to you. I mean, it's just <laughs> looking at it is Banged just, it out and gave it to you. Dude, just is breathtaking. I mean, it looks just. That's yeah, a beautiful cover. It is so cool. It is so damn cool. You find that on eBay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. On eBay. And so then, as I'm perusing the the interwebs with that, this same shop down in Turkey has a ton of, of variants they do every now and then and and has some back stock, and they like to keep recycling and doing them. So I found a Darth Maul variant. Oh, nice. And now that is so clean. Pay attention to this, gentlemen. This this shit, I, I got to give it to you, I'm fucking clean. Chad. I got to give it to you, Chad. Uh, to find this book, I can't find anybody that, that knew about this book before you. Yeah. And, this- and, and not only, not only I, I bought five of them. Okay. I wish I'd have bought more. I wish to God I'd have bought more. They got more. (laughs) Listen, hold on. Hold on. Here's the crazy thing. He's got more and they're on eBay. So they're $18 shipping. The shipping in the book. You can get the books for, I think, 12 bucks. And then I, so you just buy five books and then you'll justify the shipping. But here's not that's not the best part. That that cover, that virgin cover is sick, but there's also a white blank cover and a black blank cover. There it is. You can't get the black blank covers anymore from the same seller because I just bought them all. Because oh, you bought them out? They're, they're amazing. Well, he always does that. And, and how badass would it be to get a on that black cover a Darth Maul sketch in red paint pen on that yeah. cover? Yeah, yeah, Brian's that, that fucking guy. So when he shipped it, they do wrap it in saran, like a real tight saran bag. So, so it, you, it kinda, you mean, you mean kind of like the one Brian just showed? But, well, yeah, under that is another really extra super tight one, though. It's like vacuum sealed on it. Yeah. And so it's tighter than it's normal. Like don't spill the heroin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. And so it do, it does have some dents and stuff. Everything that's in it is pressable. Everything that's that's wrong with it as far as dents. And there's like a run on the back down the spine 
on the inside that has like a divot in it. Um, again, totally pressable. There's a wave in it from, you know, when when you put a, a when you print a picture out of your inkjet printer and it gets too much ink on it and it kind of warps the paper a little bit. It's got a, a small wave like that in part of it. Um, but again, totally pressable. And the guy said he was very, very sorry. And he is, and here's the, here's the trick. Here's the knowledge, man. When you reach out to these people, they want your business. They want to talk to you. So when I sent him and I was like, dude, no big deal. Um, this is what I saw. This is how it came. I don't know if it was mail or whatever, print issue, whatever. So he's also a printer and a publisher. So I think he's printing and publishing his own books as well. Well, this and is also he where he said he is very sorry and totally is very, very sorry, wants to make sure that it's all good and said whatever, whenever on the next book, he will absolutely make it up to me. I'm like, dude, that's fine. You know, it, it, I get it. This is, this is part of the game. Like I'm, I get it. And the guy was like, no, I want to make it right. The next books or whatever you get, I'll totally justify. So anyway, he also, when you open the book, cause I had to take it out of the plastic and pull it off and, and double check it and make every, sure everything that was tight. So in the middle of it, is just like a um, just like a, a board that you would bag and board, and it's um, he printed a a version just for shipping, and it's the same but with the the title on top. The it's got the print. Disney stamp. Yeah, it's just the full trade. And then there's a little advertisement on the other side of of this, but. Um, so it's just the cardstock to keep it nice and flat when it ships. And he does a great job shipping as far as, you know, putting it between cardboard. And I mean, this book is just, I, I can't, the camera doesn't do these justice at all. When you hold it in your hand and you look at it, that Silver Surfer, this Darth Maul, some of the other ones I've seen, it's just, it, it just takes it, takes your breath away. You're like, wow, man, that is clean. When you see his face up close, it's so badass, man. I mean, he's totally right. His face up close is sick. The lightsaber's sick. Um, this is the same guy. I don't know if you guys remember a couple months ago, I bought that um, that Spider Gwen variant where it's it's Spider Gwen in the in the AF fifteen pose, and she's holding Miles. Mm -hmm. It's called the Spider Gwen Turkish variant. It's the same guy. So. Um, if it, let, let's drop a, a little cornbread for him, some free cornbread. Uh, just go search Turkish uh, Darth Maul Turkish variant on eBay, um, and and go go pick up uh, some some books. Give away the cornbread. It's that's, it's that's, um, it's it's absolutely worth every penny when you get it and you hold it in your hand and you look at it. You're gonna be like, dude, I will, I should have bought five of these things this is amazing this is yeah, just how beautiful. do you know he's not just sitting there printing them out of his back room and sending them to you what's the what's I the value of print run. I, only print Fuck, I hope he is man i hope he yeah. is i don't care about the print like 46 run. It's, it's just, he, he's yeah, keeping it's it yeah gorgeous man and the guy's a stand-up dude okay so that's pc that's not like trying to spec or flip 
even even try and spreck and flip it, man. At least you know what I mean. Like, why not? Uh, uh, you're not printing the books. I, I mean, there I, is a little bit. Listen, there is. I I get it. I get. I'm gonna get into some dark some dark territory here. Let's get in. Let's let's call it call the the name it is right. Spec is a dirty thing. Fuck no, it's not a dirty thing. This is what's causing people to get in your store one of the things that's causing people to get in your store is spec it's very it's not as much as regular readers but it's still causing people to get in your store so you want people in your store and you want to sell them comics for any reason spec sells comics so let's sell some books and 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 also it causes people to buy books it causes energy in the comic look at all the energy that's coming from miles right now miles spec and ahsoka spec and and uh, the Star Wars spec in general, it's fucking energetic, man. Um, and it's more, much more energetic than anything being written right now in comics. That's the sad thing. Nobody's writing anything really exciting right now in comics. And we're more caring about spec than we are about the writing. A couple of years ago, when we had Scott um, Snyder four. and Capullo, Scott Snyder and Capullo, Batman, what were we talking about 90% of the time? We were talking about the comics, man. We weren't talking about specking. We were talking about, holy shit, did you read Walking Dead? Holy shit, did you read Batman, uh, you know, joke uh, with the fucking Joker doing his crazy shit? Holy shit, did you read uh, fucking Damien and this and that? We got nothing right now, man. We got That's nothing. Not true. So that's true. You got a punchline. You got a lot of, you got a is lot terrible, of talk bro. in, that in the Batman so stuff. That shit's so cheesy. That shit's cheesy. It's I not good. Did uh, Corbin sit there and shit on it on the yeah. episode? Spinnerack. Everybody's shitting on it, man. It's yeah. terrible. It's cheesy. I thought it, I thought it was a good issue. That yeah. last issue the was character good. is cheesy, dude. It, 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 the you don't know. I don't know if you can call her cheesy yet, because like I told Corbin, we don't know enough about her to to put that label on her yet. The idea is cheesy, man. Yeah, oh, she feels. She feels. I think. I think they're trying. It feels like a cash grab. It yeah. feels like oh, a hey, we gotta try something. <laughs> Yeah, like either like this character isn't going to be around in, in three months, it because it's going to fail. People said the same thing about Spider Gwen, and look no, where she's Spider-Gwen at now. Spider Gwen, people loved Spider Gwen off the bat. You started seeing people love. I I feel like this is DC going. We need to create a female character that people will start doing uh, cosplay for, like Spider Gwen, like Ahsoka. We got to get in on that. And that's what it feels like. It feels forced. I mean, Harley Quinn, there's always a million fucking Harley Quinns. Fucking A, I'm on fire, Chuck. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's always a million Harley Quinns. I, I don't know. Fuck you, Jar Jar Martin. But Clay's on fire. That's all right. Jar Jar Martin. He could be on fire all he wants. I just Charlie T-Rex. <laughs> I, I think, Where is I the Cockasaurus? If they don't, if they don't, Kyle do lost something is running free at his house. Big and important with punchline in the next two books. I think I think you'll see a huge drop and nobody nobody will be interested. See, nobody will have if you don't drop something huge in the next book. Like I said on Spinnerack, DC is pushing this Joker War narrative as this is the they are advertising as this is the final conflict, the final confrontation between Bruce Wayne, Batman, and the Joker. This is the That's end bullshit. of the story. This is That's it. stupid. So I think you're you gonna that? you're gonna get big things out of the Joker War, and I believe Joker War is supposed to take up the the rest of the year. So you're gonna get big things coming out of it, and I think you're gonna get big things 
<laughs> You're gonna get big things from Punchline. Hello, everybody. <laughs> this is Caucasaurus Rex. We need our our absolute geek uh, keychains to be Caucasaurus little mini Caucasaurus Rexes. It needs to it needs to have the little arms. And and the keychain part is like a prince like a Prince Albert. Oh my god. Anyways, but back to what we were talking about. But anyways, that Turkish variant, I mean, if you can get a couple, get a couple, man. They're beautiful to have. I'd fucking hang one on my wall, have one to read. Not that I can read Turkish, but it's still really cool to try and look at it and just check out the interior. And then one to just keep for just whatever, maybe even send it off, have graded, whatever your, your you know, poison is. Do what you will. But I wish I would have ordered maybe two, two or three. Um, and the, the guy is outstanding. He's a great seller. Um, I actually got the Turkish variants, that Silver Surfer and that Darth Maul, quicker than I got those Mexican variants. Um, yeah, I ordered mine June 12th, and they came, what, last week? Yeah. Yeah, super. I mean, great shipping, great handling. Um, and I've said it a million times, and I'll, I'll stand by it and say it again. One of my biggest specs is is the Darth Maul run, the Aja Ventress. You're looking at Dathmir. I think it's going to be huge, and it's only a matter of time before we start seeing more of the, the Dathmir on live action. I, I think they're going to maybe bring in some witch. They're going to – I think it's just going to come that way. The books, that book right there, damn, dude, you're killing me, Smalls. Don't talk about this book. <laughs> I just <laughs> don't talk about it. You've given yeah. enough cornbread. Yeah, I think it's just a safe bet. I think you buy in now with any Dathmir. You may have to sit on it for two or three years. Um, I think within the next five years, you're guaranteed to see Dathmir in in live action. And, I, and if if and when that happens, those books are going to become untouchable. Got anything else? What'd you get, Brian? Oh, I got tons more, but <laughs> I could I go, got, like I said, I could go for hours. So I want to see some that. other Wookiees cookies. Let's see some others. Here's, here's, it's talking about the Star Wars stuff. So I've, uh, I've been, buying a lot of st the star wars keys like the secondary keys that are still cheap i got this for mm -hmm. five bucks it's um it's the zam wessel one shot that's not the key this is the one the and the django fett one shot oh, this is really hard to find it's almost like a prestige size trade size um but it's a one shot it was uh it's the first appearance of um boba fett as a kid in comics so um, if you can find these for two bucks, buy them all day. They're really they're becoming harder and harder to find. I picked up a couple at Zia the other day, which kind of got me on the search to find more. So yeah, I good bought, score. Um, Any anything Mandalorian, if you can get it, buy yeah. it now. It's all going up. Some more uh, Wraith books. How many of those you got now? Twenty. I, I gave one away on Drunken Chats on the other night, man. <laughs> I bought. Uh, Here's some, here's some, you ready for this? Oh, there it is. And he drops were, 15 secret horse. They were two bucks a piece. It is 
Ultimate end number one, but the Miles Secret War action figure variant. I think I bought all those actually when they came out. Yeah, I remember when these were out. This, is, um, but still, like for two bucks a piece, if Miles goes crazy, this this could be this could be worth it. Um, I think that's a very safe spec, especially with uh, they're still looking to drop that um, uh, into the Spider Verse too. So when that, I mean, you're just going to see another boom out of Miles after that drops. Yeah. These, for Joker War, these are the year oh, of the villain. I haven't seen that. The Joker purple variants. I, uh, I want to say that, these uh, were like a, one of the store variants from somewhere. Um, so those, I'll be putting those up shortly. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> Let's see. Up go. on his wall. He meant he's gonna put those up. He on means his wall. Uh, in the box upstairs. That's where. That's where he's gonna put those. <laughs> put them upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> um, Riri. You wish, Mofo, on the box. Riri. Those is, are solid. Uh, Who does those covers? This is the the most sh dog shit cover. Listen, all right, let's talk about this. So here's some more top hot 10 stuff. Riri is back on the hot 10, and I think it's great spec, and here's why. Um, you look at what everybody's going crazy for. Young young kids that wow. are trying to get the young kids excited. Female characters. <laughs> you, got, you got Ahsoka Tano. You've got Gwen Stacy, uh, Spider-Gwen. You've got Silk that's getting hot. You've got uh, Punchline. Riri is going to be the next one. And they're all talking about sh these, these, these characters showing up in films, right? So if, if, if um, Tony Stark is going to be the AI voice, then Riri is going to show up. Now, whether she shows up as Ironheart or War Machine, that's going to be the thing. Because I think they might play the spec with the daughter, uh, Tony Stark's daughter. But this is uh, first Riri. Look how dog shit this cover is. Is, is that Look Riri at Mary Martin? Jane. Look at Mary Jane. She looks like um I don't even know what she looks like. like she looks like a two dollar crack whore. Yeah, she looks <laughs> terrible. <laughs> that looks like an Uber cat. That looks like an Uber cat. Wait, an Uber cat. She got the gap in her teeth. Look at it, dude. That's fucking Oompa. Tongues at jail. She's, uh, uh, what was what was uh, Odie's girlfriend? Uh, Arlene. Arlene. Yeah. On Garfield. Yeah. Wait, wait so, so hold on. Why is why is Iron Man's repulsor blaster on the back of his hand instead of the inside of his hand? I know. This is garbage. What a garbage cover. That's <laughs> like a Liefeld. That's <laughs> like a Liefeld level. Who did that garbage cover? Mike. I think this might be the dog. Who is this? Mike. I don't know, but it's garbage. You got this. It might be Di Diodato. Is it Diodato? No way. Who's, who's he phoned that shit in, man. That's terrible. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. I'm a lot Dude, yeah, his All repulsor right. blaster is on the long, wrong side of his hand. Yeah. Good I, think I, I think we talked about hip-hop covers last week, right? And I talked about the one that I, that I was buying. I got a 9.8 of it. Oh, nice. Yeah, so... Uh, I think I spent like I I don't know a lot of money for it hundred hundred bucks for it. 
Um, they had two of them on. Yeah, I figure this is worth taking a hundred dollar chance on. If if all the 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 hip hop covers are continue to go crazy, people are gonna start looking for this one, and it's a one in one in one hundred, one in five hundred, one of the two. Uh, super tough to find, and it's a it's a low print book. It's all new Inhumans number five. Like who the fuck would who was reading all new Inhumans back then? Um, so yeah, I think that's a that's a good spec. <laughs> Did you see? I I know I posted in the chat, but did you guys see that video that how easy that dude popped open? Yeah, the, I was actually gonna bring that up once Brian got back because I wanted I wanted to get his and Chad's opinion on it. Do either of you have any PGX uh, graded books? Probably not. Fuck no. Fuck so no. I I found I'm, I'm probably will pick it up. It's like wait 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 wait. You guys didn't open. What you guys get? Who? Where's your cookies, man? You're not done showing cookies. I don't have any. I didn't cookies. get anything. You don't get no nothing. I didn't get any cookies. I got no All cookies. All right, go with your PGX story. No, I did. I did get. I did get a cookie, but it's not like. All right, well, ship the sugar, baby. It's Come not on, like it's a big cookie. show. It show off the allward mullard. Is it what is it? Chocolate chip. You got some oatmeal raisin. Come on, Wookie's cookies. Let's see it. Everybody loves a cookie. Thanks to What's Chad, your favorite cookie? I finally cookie? got a uh, Avengers Annual Ten. Ooh, nice! First appearance, of Rogue. So, oh yeah, look at that! So that was a good buy. I knew you were looking for it. So when they were like, "Oh yeah, the stuff with the yellow stickers is half off," I was like, "Tell me that number ten's half off." I'll take I like that how, for fifty dollars. Uh, <laughs> shout out again to uh, Isvan in the in the chat. He says, "Yes, Chad, if you had the new Excalibur number three. And I think he's talking about the Harry Potter one. Is that what he's talking about? Isn't that the one that uh, has Harry Potter and like? Sh- oh, know. in the in the background, in the doorway. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I don't have it. That's a that's a old well, school spec book. His name is Chad. All right. Yeah, and it's it's got him f- funny looking but, on the, on the cover too. This. <laughs> It kind of looks like Comic Tom. In fact, there's a joke in their their podcast about it. Let me see if I can. I forgot. Isn't um, isn't um, Juggernaut on that cover? Uh, unless I'm thinking about a different one. I think Juggernaut's on that cover. Maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, I could be thinking of the variant too. Oh, I think I'm thinking of the variant. What? What'd you get? I just showed what I got. That's the only one you got was Avengers? That's it. Oh. Dude, that's a solid book. That's the only one you need. You might no, be right, Chad. That's not the only one you need. My, I'm now, I have now switched well. into buying computer parts because I need to get a new graphics card. So my big boy buying comics has come to a halt. I'm only so. stuff, but Say that again, Matt. You you have to get a new graphics card. Yeah, I need to get a new graphics card. So my big boy buying has come to a halt. Till I get that. So uh, I started. I, I'm getting sucked into uh, World of Warcraft again. Just say no, Brian. Just say no. Yeah. Just say have no, guys, Brian. Have you seen the 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 cinematics or I mean the uh, the expansion that's coming for it? Man, it looks bad as fuck. Just every, say no, dude. Every time an expansion comes, it just pulls me in. I'll tell you, I, you know, you guys know how big of a Star Wars guy I am. 
And when Knights of the, the New Republic came out and everyone was like, dude, you got to try it. And I absolutely was like, get away. Go away. <laughs> you absolutely cannot show me that because that will be the end of my life. And it took every ounce of willpower that I had. My buddy, J-Man, that dude played nothing, that for a year straight, morning, noon, night. Like, that's almost all he did to the point I, I was like, I, I can't. It's just it, uh, you have to show the willpower and just go, I can't get involved because it will end my life. Well, did you guys hear about – did you guys talk about that dude that died yet? Dude, no, we, we didn't much, talk about it. The time you were gone, we pretty much talked about dudes jerking off on virtual cons. Um, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> pretty much what we talked about. Who are you talking to, Matt? Kellen. Kellen! Fucking roommate. Get the fuck out of here. We're podcasting. Anyways. Um, I'm not even going to fucking mute myself. I'm just no. going to fucking talk to other fucking people in the room. Yep. Um, yeah, I did that. The fuck. No, we did not talk about talk about talks. God damn it, Kyle! <laughs> I'm not the one fucking up every other word you're fucking spitting out of your mouth. Well, no, we did not talk Kyle about the the streamer. We did not. Kyle drinks, and the more he drinks, the less you can pronounce. I know. All I'm right. drink. I'm drinking too, though. So it's whatever. I'm drinking. I'd say that too if I was fucking up every other word. <laughs> but anyway, what were you saying, Brian? Um, this dude uh, over last night, I guess, or yesterday, who uh, was a pretty big streamer in the video game world. Um, real fucking this dude was was the number one streamer, uh, the first guy to start making real money on this shit. Um, like real, real, real big money, and he's a, he he became a, a a pretty cool personality on, on to watch, and he he uh, he like uh, has a really crazy story about his life. He grew up in Israel and, and came over here, and yada yada yada, and all this stuff happened. But he was really like uh, outward on with the streaming. He he basically created IRL streaming. Um, because he would talk about, you know, to all his fans and this and that, and just be really honest about what's going on in his life. So people, it was kind of like, uh, you remember when that show, the real world first came out? I don't know if you guys were like me, but when that show first came out, I remember the first time I watched it, they were were doing a, um, uh, uh, like where they played all of them in a row, um, up to like uh, a marathon, up to like the, a marathon up to like the last episode was premiering that night. So I watched them all in a row. I remember just thinking, this shit is fucking amazing. And that shit just kind of pulls you in. And he created a lot of fans and he had all these people that followed him. But the craziest shit that he did is he was really manic depressant and fucked up, you know. And he st- he did this thing recently in the last couple of years where he started get, uh, doing um, uh, like psych- a psychiatrist would come on and talk to him on the show. And so it was really interesting and people became part of his life and this and that. Well, the dude um, was going through like a manic, manic depressive state the other night and you, you could totally tell and he just lost it. And he, he, he 
um, proposed to his girlfriend over Twitter, and then Twitter world started just roasting him for it, and two hours later, he was dead. He, he killed himself. And it, it's just crazy. But if you get a chance, there's this um, there's this documentary on him called uh, – I forget what it's called. You can look it up. It's Just look up Reckful, uh, not W-R-E-K-C-K. It's, it's R-E-C-K-F-U-L. Uh, look up Reckful documentary on YouTube, and it's fascinating. It's it's really fascinating um, if you get a chance to see it. So now wasn't he was now he was the first to start it, but um, there's another Twitch guy. Uh, is it Ghost or or um, Ninja? Ninja, that's what it is. Ninja. Now that guy is supposed to be. Him and him and this guy were like the two, the one and the two, or the two and the one. If I'm well, not this, mistaken, this Rectal guy is. It's funny because he's he's like one, one of the first guy to to become like a, a video game superstar. But the crazy thing is that if you if you get into this, like the shit that's going on in the Twitch world, right, which is a streaming world, is crazy right now. There's that Doctor Disrespect dude that just is like. A superstar like you wouldn't believe you might have never heard of him but just go look I him love up the guy Doc. yeah he's he makes buckets and buckets of cash just tons and tons of money and that he got banned out of nowhere and there's and nobody knows why and there's all this crazy melodrama in the background it's fucking crazy and then on the other and then a couple other things happen it's just like the streaming world is just starting to go quick and I don't know if it's because of like the coronavirus and everybody's going stir crazy, but it feels that way, man. It it's feels virtual cons and um, three other yeah. guys jerking off to Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Johansson. <laughs> and one one random bearded dude with long hair who's just comparing her to a burnt match. <laughs> <laughs> Two hundred ninety nine guys. Jerking off to her, and she clicks off Brian holding the match. <laughs> Burn. But anyway, so back to what Kyle, or Kyle was talking about the PGX, um, the PGX thing. I was wondering if any of you had PGX books because Kyle shared a video with us this week in the group chat that shows a man cracking a PGX book and showing how easy it is to crack a PGX book. I'm going to. I just wanted to, I didn't share the audio. I thought the, the PGX were supposed to be like the big deal. So here's here's him cracking a PGX book. Let me full screen this bad boy. Okay, gonna take this out of the case. See if it doesn't crack like the last one I did. Gonna use no tools at all on this one. and see if it's possible to take out the chat and there we go is that shit that's good so yeah he do you, i want to know if it's actually that easy to take apart a pgx book cuz part of me thinks that he has already like pre-cut the sides with so how quickly he just separates PGX it. Book. That's the new style PGX book. Yeah. So you should buy one. And let's crack it when we get it. Are you guys surprised? Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised, surprised at how easy he does it. 
It's PGX, man. But uh, well, and he, but all I've heard is PGX has awesome new cases. PGX has awesome new cases. I've never heard that. And it's it, like well, I've I've always heard that the original PGXs were tank cases and yeah. you couldn't crack them because they were so hard and so thick and so heavy. And I didn't even know that. A new one out, let alone that you could just pull it apart by your and now now I wanna point out that guy was Canadian because he took an oat of the box. He took an oat of the case <laughs> and he when he pulled the book oat and those Canadians are fucking they're tough, man. When they're tough as shit. So he may just have real good fingers. He may just, you know, manhandle the shit out with his fingers when he took an oat of the case. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Shout out. Oh, by the way, fucking, fucking, uh, happy, uh, 4th of July. And recently it was happy, uh, Canada day up there too. So, uh, cheers to Isfahan, uh, and cheers to all the Canadians up there. And I'm super stoked that we're going to get hockey back here shortly. I'm fucking even more happy that, uh, the hub cities are going to be Canadian cities. Um, I think that that's the way it should be. And I'm super stoked that we're getting hockey back in the Olympics. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Hey. Absolutely. It's going to be needle mosquito. Yes, sir. Hey. I, I can't wait for hockey. That That's weird. Do you have any – you don't have any PGX, do you, uh, Kyle? I only have CGC and CBCS. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I don't have. I don't know if I, I'm surprised at it. I'm. I bet you that you could do that with CGC and 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 um, CBCS with certain cases. There's probably, uh, you know, certain cases that have defects, and I don't know. I'm not surprised that you can do that at all. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look for a cheap. I found a 9.0 Batman 1. Uh, 40 bucks on eBay. I'm watching it right now. It's a PGX 9.0. Like new 52 Batman? New? Yeah. So, new so a 4? <laughs> a 4. You know what? That's another great thing. That new 52 run, if this Joker War gets hot, that new 52 run is going to heat back up a little bit. Because that's where that that new Joker came from is that new Fifty Two run and the Death in the Family run and all that shit. So hopefully uh, that'll heat that shit up again too. Why don't you go ahead and uh, run through the hot ten, Brian? Okay, I totally yeah. Guess that's the end of that conversation. I totally forgot about um, what I was gonna say. There you go. All right, you were talking about the. New 52 run heating up because of the, the Joker. And Matt didn't give a fuck what you said. Cannabis brain fart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is, dude. Um, thank God for cannabis, man. I tell you what, that should save my life in the last three weeks with being sick. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, so I would buy a PGX book and I would crack it and send it off. But you can buy cheaper books. If I'd have had the money on me, I did see a Batman number seven PGX and it was super affordable at 
like I want to say it was 250 bucks for a Batman number seven, and it was in I think I want to say it was like a four or four and a half. Um, and, and if I had the money, I would have bought it and then cracked Nobody it and sent it off. PGX books ish. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and maybe I, I mean get get some cheap PGX books and and uh, press them and then regrade them. That might be a good idea. And send them to CBCS. Yeah, or just keep them. All right, uh, let's do this here. So the first honorable mention this week is my Romantic Adventures forty nine. Ben says, a super rare book to find in any grade, a 6.5 copy sold this week for $1,200. The appeal of the bad girl clearly goes way, way back as this one showcases what appears to be a woman in a jail and her jailbird romance. So, nice. uh, yeah. Uh, you know, these these um, old school romantic uh, books, whenever you see them, just buy them. If, you can, if they're cheap, just buy them. I'm telling you, like, yeah. they're going to they're gonna continue to climb. People love uh, the old school romantic books. And with the love that is starting to get created in the younger generations for these golden age books, they're going to get even, uh, uh, you know, hotter. So just just buy them. Um, let's see here. And who doesn't love a jail? You know, just that rebel girl. Yeah. What's that, Kyle? I tagged Brian in an auction the other day that had a bunch of horror, old school horror. Creepy, eerie. I saw that, yeah. Uh, honorable mention number two. This is uh, this is a fun one. This is one that's going to drive, going to piss you off. Uh, GI Joe number one ninety four, the one in ten Jim Rug variant. This is a one in ten, right? Listen to this. So Ben writes. So one unknown seller has multiple copies of this and has sold one for three hundred dollars. No other listings could be found. Comic book guys are full of nostalgia, and this one has it. Add in the, the rare factor, and you can see why this one is, is in theory, worth so much. $300 this sold for. It's a 1 in 10. And, I t like, if I saw this book, I'd fucking buy it out of just the fact that it was a cool G.I. Joe book and it looked like the cartoon. But $300 for a 1 in 10. That's crazy. Yeah, how many 1 in 10s do you think there were, though? Yeah, uh, well, 194 is probably towards the end of the run. Where when did uh, Snake Eyes die? Uh, or I forget. But anyways, yeah, you could be right. There could might not be that many, but still, um, geez, especially if it was at the end of the run. Yeah, yeah. All right, number ten uh, this week is the Civil War number no, Civil War two number four. This is the whole Immortal She Hulk spec. Uh, it's it's kind of it's not very strong spec uh, people are kind of specking that because the new immortal she-hulk run is coming out it's going to you know be as hot as the immortal hulk run but you got to remember that immortal hulk run was was people didn't know about it at first it was really good right off the bat had amazing covers great story it created an organic heat this she-hulk stuff it's not it's not hot organically so just be weary of that and also take a look if you get a chance take a look at the um the variant for she-hulk number one it is the most garbage one of the most garbage covers you'll ever see it's like liefeld-esque she's her muscles have muscles on muscles it's it's nuts um but anyways it's a pouch yeah 
So, so who knows? Uh, this is, but if you have them, if you can find them for a dollar, they're going for, for, you know, 20, 20 to 50 bucks, I guess. So, uh, throw them up there, make some money. Number nine, this is, uh, ultimate Spider-Man number one, uh, Miles Morales, ultimate Spider-Man number one, the, uh, one in 50 variant. I think this is the, um, this is a sick ass cover. This is the Fiona Staples one in 50 variant. And, uh, 9.8 copies of this right now are selling for a thousand dollars. It was like a hundred dollar raw book uh, a couple weeks ago. Now it's four hundred dollars raw. This is a, a beautiful cover, and it just shows you how hot Miles Spec really is. Who who's that in that suit? Miles. Uh, who's that? Is he, is he any good? I haven't heard of him before. Is he uh, is he new to the scene? Yeah. Um. There you go. This is a fun one. Oh, Beavis Butthead, number one. Uh, you, you, this is kind of scary for me because I love that the comics on here. I mean, who doesn't love Beavis and Butthead? Right. The reason it's on here is what scares me, right? Because the the word is is that they're going to be doing a new tune to this time, Beavis and Butthead, and that is fucking dumb. That is so dumb. You can't. This is a show. This is a byproduct of its time. Uh, you can't uh, recreate hey, this. It's gonna get bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, this, I just don't see it being any good. I could be totally wrong, but I'm a little angry that they're recreating it. Like, like if you're gonna redo it, just redo the originals. Like, why try to do it for this time? It just and doesn't make Mike sense. Judge is, Mike Judge is still in charge of it, so I think it's gonna be fine. And it's gonna be on it's gonna be on Comedy Central, so I think it's gonna be South Park level. It's gonna be. I think I hope fine. so. I, I really hope so, but we'll see. But this book is selling for you know twenty dollars raw right now, which is crazy. This is a dollar book, a fifty cent book, you know. Forever. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Amazing Spider-Man number four, the uh, Ramos variant. This is um, <sighs> first appearance of Silk, of course. Uh, this is the one in ten Umberto Ramos variant. Nine point eights were selling at three hundred at the beginning of June. Uh, this week, uh, they have consistently sold for four hundred dollars plus. Um, the I think the regular cover are selling for like fifty bucks or more. Like that's crazy to me. Like, uh, but again, it shows you that the type of characters that people are gravitating towards and that are super hot right now it's it's Man, these I think characters. Books. we all bought a bunch of them didn't we yeah dude i've got like 30 of them dude like no shit 30 of them um that's and, why i just saw this a run of this in the in a, that auction one of the that that i sent you earlier there's a yeah. run of that in there and i was like i'm not gonna buy it at you know 12 dollars or something like that yeah and it's it's crazy, man. It's nuts. But yeah, first appearance of Silk. There is that uh, Campbell variant, remember? But Silk isn't on the cover of it. So that, but it is a Campbell Black Cat variant. So I like that one too. Which one is that? Which one was that? Uh, it's one where she's kind of like I think she's holding something, and she's it's it's her side view. It's a profile, and she's like the whole cover. There also there's also a black and white or a negative version of it too. I think. This is a book that I think is very exciting. I don't know whether it's it's 
warranted yet, but I think there's a good chance. And this is what what is crazy. This, you know what this reminds this reminds me of, Kyle. This reminds me of Thanos 13, the Albuquerque variant. This is one of those version times where the book has got some heat behind it, just in general. Everybody's loving Donny Kate's shit. They're loving what he's doing in the run. It's a variant out of a book that has a first appearance that came out of nowhere. That's a beautiful variant. And uh, the it's exciting. This is a, getting $100. This was $70 out the gate. It's getting $100 plus now. I think this is really, really crazy spec that could turn into buy a couple of them. This is the type of thing where if you had bought them out the like if you could have bought them out the gate for seventy bucks, I would have done it all day, you know, if you had the chance because this could be a thousand dollar nine point eight in two weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, this is the type of book that can easily be graded, uh, pressed and graded. It's just it's everything's there for this to be that perfect storm. So. If you got well, in, earlier you said there wasn't anything going on that was, and I said, you know, that the, that Thor Dunn and Cage right now is just, is uh, is killing it. It's the one book out there that everyone is actually reading, and they're not specking on cover, they're not specking on art, they're specking on this book because of storyline and because of the way it's going. It's it's just solid all the way through. It's yeah, the only one out that. there. I'll give you that. Uh, number five. Here you go, Kyle. Paper Girls, number one. Uh, this got we got the option news like a year ago. We haven't heard shit forever, and then Showrunner, I guess, came out and dropped some nuggets. So we're gonna be seeing this soon, I guess. Something from this soon. I think there's a picture of the script. Yeah. Okay. On Twitter. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, you know, hundred dollars and nine point eight, and twenty dollars uh -huh. raw. Got a, uh, I got a grade at nine point eight. Yeah, so um, I love I love Paper Girls number one spec. I think it's great spec back in the day. If you could have got in cheap, um, especially if you could have got some of the freebies that you could have got if you sent in the the envelope and all that shit. You did um, that. I did that, and I'm gonna definitely be selling that shit with number one when this book goes crazy. Yeah, we we talked about that a little bit earlier, and because I looked it up, and you can still get a number ones robbed for between ten to twenty bucks and up. Yeah. And I said that book will probably hit nuclear once the show actually comes out. So buy them while they're they're cheap. Yeah, I still uh, like Jesse James with like four hundred copies of number one. Yeah, he's probably got a ton of graded ones in there um uh invincible iron man number nine this is uh more re-respect this is uh like you know her her first full appearance i believe uh there's also one and do some research that uh, mel v brought up that uh do a little bit of research and there's also uh in the same book where she's first called Ironheart and the first time she wears the armor, it's in the same book. So that might be a good book to spec on. So, um, yeah, re-respec. It's good stuff. This this is selling for 9.8s were around $200 a month ago. And this week, multiple copies have sold uh, in the mid-300s. So um, shit's going. This isn't even her first appearance. This is like her first full appearance. So... Uh, that's uh, that's Riri Martin. She's a uh, sister to Jar Jar Martin. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. First full appearance in uh, Fantastic Four number four. 
Uh, there you go. Negan uh, Gold. Yep, yeah, number three, Negan Gold. Uh, what they? How much were these getting out the gate? Like three hundred, three fifty. Well, it's like hundred and seventy something at retail. But like so. secondary market, they're on eBay. Secondary yeah. market, they're yeah. Like I think the last, the highest one I saw was like four fifty three or something like that. That picture. What was that picture that I sent you guys? They're one. Yeah, they were one per store, and then the silvers were two per store. Yeah. Crazy. Um. How How was the story, Matt? I liked it. I enjoyed it. I would like so to see what, more. What What was it like? A future story or what? No, uh, I mean we already kind of talked about it, but it took place kind of in the past and in in between issues of The Walking Dead, and you just kind of you kind of see what happens when Maggie left him to be on his own till one ninety three. So interesting. It's good stuff. There's no necrophilia. It's a hard pass. It kind of sucks. It's a one shot, right? That's yeah. what he's saying, but I'm speculating. Why do you why do you put number one on there then? Well, and then the way he ends it too. I'm speculating there's going to be more. You're going to see more. And who wrote it? Kirkman did Kirkman. write it. Wow. Yeah, Kirkman and and Adlar did the writing and art. Did they did, the money train, dude? It really is. Yeah. Is it? I mean, I don't think he's going to do anymore. I. Like we talked before, I still just think he just did this as a a way to help the stores in a bad time. And oh, Kirk, that's cool. Just like, and we know Kirkman's known for just throwing shit out there. So I'm all for that. Then I'm cool with that. Good, good for him. Good for him. Well, I mean, they they were all given out to the, like they didn't charge for them. They just gave them to all the CLSs to sell. Yeah. They didn't buy them, and then that was the big incentive to try and help the LCSs keep afloat after all this was this book. I had no idea. I didn't know about that. Wow. Well, that's why it's number three. Number two. Dude, uh, someone feel the ground. I knew something about comics that Brian didn't fucking know. Would someone feel the ground or check? <laughs> Hell like, is, is there is, over. is the sky falling? <laughs> like, something is not... Something's out of whack, man. I feel a disturbance. I feel nervous. Yeah. There is a huge disturbance. <laughs> this shit right here is crazy. Uh, Adam Legend of the Blue Marvel, number one. Uh, prices are were, were ridiculously high already, um, like $200 range. But this week, multiple raw copies have sold for $400 plus, and a 9.6 sold for almost $500. Jeez. Like what the fuck, man? I think I think nine nine point eights are selling for like eight hundred nine hundred bucks. So this book is hard to find, but let me tell you where you find this book. This is the book you find in half price books. This is the book you find in Bookman's. This is the book you find in, you know what I mean? Like boxes that you would expect to be have shit in it will have this book in it. That's where you find this book. It's uh, it's a crazy book. There's, I think, five issues. I think it says six, but I want to say that might be a misprint, but I'm not sure. Uh, five or six issues. Um, yeah, it's it's gone beyond hot. So that's why it's number two. Number one, there you go. I love that cover. I think that cover's beautiful. I think it's way more beautiful than the Wolverine. 
Uh, I think it's close. I think the Spider Woman's close to it, but I think this is just beautiful, man. I think this might be his best one. Uh, I've I said that when it came out. Um, I understand why it's number one. It's selling, I think, at like three hundred dollars raw. Let me let me double check. Four hundred dollars, four hundred dollars raw. So this was uh, a one in three thousand. So this is why I was talking about that. Um, and uh, just beautiful, beautiful cover. John Tyler Christopher, man. You, that was a that's a San Diego. Variant. San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get one of these? No, I didn't. No. Fucking beautiful, man. Uh, that's that's about all I can say. So, no, cool see, shit. There's uh, in that whole run because there was Rogue, there was uh, Spider Woman, there's an Iron Man, the Wolverine. There's one more, and I can't remember. There's the very first one, Witchblade. I think it was like eighty-one. Uh, yeah. Um, they okay, did a regular so, version and a Dio de los Muertos version. So there's another. I didn't know about which one. What the Let hell was the you. other one that I saw? Show that to you. There's, there's another one. But I, I, other than Spider Woman being my favorite, I do think that this is probably the best cover right there. I, that's just gorgeous, man. The way it came out and the way he just layered it in there is is just amazing. So this book right here is fucking gorgeous. Um, this is uh, 161. Look at look at how beautiful this book is, man. That's wow. that is the very first, uh, I believe. I'm about 99% sure that is the very first John Tyler Christopher uh, negative variant. There's a variant to this, which I'll show you right now, which is beautiful. Um, this is the normal cover, but let's see here, 161. <laughs> the, the variant is is even better. Uh, it's hard to find. It might not be in here. But in the the variant, she's got uh, different style clothes on, and she's not doesn't have the painted up face. Um, but uh, yeah. Gotta love John Tyler Christopher covers. So. Yeah, those are those are great. I don't he see it going down in price either. He did a Star Wars, a couple Star Wars ones too. He did a um, a Stormtrooper one where it's uh, Han, Luke, and I think Leia, and they're in Stormtrooper gear, I believe. So now you're just teasing me. <laughs> <laughs> I I Boy, did not know or see that. Show he's googling. <laughs> he's fucking googling. Yeah, Chad's signing up for uh, a one-on-one uh, -on -one, uh, Zoom meeting with Scarlett um, after the show. <laughs> I I think that uh, he has very great potential to do a cover like that with um, Darth Maul or Aja or and the Stormtrooper is a great idea any of the troopers really um, he could do a cover like that and, and wow that'd be awesome so you were doing you were showing us live on the top 10 yeah do you want to see it <laughs> you want to you go in within in mirrors 
We're like, fucking gonna break the sixth wall right now. Dude, we are. Alive, alive, man. We're gonna go in mirrors right now. What? They're talking about choking themselves and jerking off. Mute them. Mute them. <laughs> I don't know if you're talking about it at that Mute time. Mute them and just watch. God, I hope not. <laughs> Why? Brian, Brian knows that you never know what's going to be said, so you got to mute. Uh, uh, Chad gets called out because I think I they go, who's who's this Gandalf motherfucker or something like that? I go, that is Solo Wookiee, is my friends. What hell? Say hello to Solo Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's break this fucking fourth wall here. Oh, here we go. Oh, poor Matt. Oh no. He's so tired. Oh. That's why I missed you. Said you, you said you were drinking the night, Matt. What are you drinking? Oh, I'm drinking fucking pussy yeah. beer because it was on sale. All right, here you go. Now you got to tell Mel to come on. Do a favor and go ahead and uh, hit that like button and uh, make sure you're subscribing. Check out all the amazing shows on the Tales from the Flipside channel. Um, real quick, I also want to uh, uh, give a quick uh, shout out. To um, my homies over at the Absolute Geeks podcast, which is going on right now live uh, as we talk. Uh, that's why you don't see me over there because I'm doing the hot 10 with you guys. Uh, usually after the hot 10 show, I jump on back over to Absolute Geeks. So make sure you guys go check out the Absolute Geeks podcast on YouTube. Uh, we, uh, we, we got the we got, we got buddy. That guy on the bottom, everybody, is Solo Wookie. That is Solo Wookie. That's a good one. He is a Star Wars wizard and uh, and a good dude. And a uh, big shout out to Kyle, top right, and Matt, top left. Uh, if you guys want, head on over there afterwards and uh, you can check us out. Or, like, so this is like some inception stuff, man. Like, like podcasts and other podcasts. And Brian, don't go wrong somehow. We're at three levels of podcasts right now. <laughs> Can I give a big shout out right now? We got Chad Cave and Ray. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was awesome. That was a good time to tune in because it looked like we we're still talking about your car there, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> that was before the other shoot. That would have been so badass if we'd have flipped over. And you see Kyle go. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how awesome! That would have been great. It was because it was live, dude. Dude, that would have been just like, oh, and here's my friends over here at Absolute Geek. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll come back a little bit later. <laughs> Kyle, it would great if you had the like, cockasaurus out. You know, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, hey. Let's go check out that podcast. They're talking about some real shit over there. Actually, <laughs> what's that? What's that guy speculating? <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> uh, where is listener Tim, man? I want my, we got to get like you. Either one of our moderators are in the chat tonight. We got one on the show. And no, there's no Mike's, no Michael or fucking Tim, the bastard. Dude, I, you guys got your mask, like, and your lightsabers and shit. He needs to make some fucking some uh, Caucasaurus keychains for Absolute Geek. Just put uh, put the Absolute Geek um, uh, comics uh, logo on there, the one behind you, Matt. Put it right on his on the Caucasaurus's chest, and fucking game over. Oh, the comic code. Sell all day. Put the ring right there. Yeah, absolutely. Like the Prince yeah. Albert. That'd be perfect. <laughs> yep. 
That'd be awesome. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Oh, God. It's such a bummer. We were talking about something so boring when you guys clicked over to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I totally missed when the other shoe dropped. Uh. Oh, my God. By, by minutes. 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 I mean, that kind of jumped over 10 minutes later. That's what you would have seen. If you would have came 10 minutes later, I was damn near in tears, and Kyle was hanging himself with a belt while jerking off. Matt was putting a bag over his face. Matt, <laughs> Matt was choking himself with a bag. Oh, that could have got bad quick. Yeah, went through a whole scenario about how online conventions and meet and greets can go wrong. Talked about, like I said, you measuring Scarlett Johansson against a burnt match. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just got the whole, superimposed. The whole on. premise of it was was we were talking about you know with, with how you know someone in the chat had even mentioned nine eleven changed the way we travel, and we were talking about how. Uh, you know, now with the cons being shut down and canceled and everything, you know, changing, it could change, you know, the future concerts, um, cons, everything. So What's going and then on it got into they canceled, they canceled it. They canceled it and they're not giving refunds. Really? Come back next yeah. year or fuck you. <laughs> That's pretty wow. much what it is. Wow. Way to piss off Phoenix even more, you guys. Way yeah. to go. It's like the so then, worse. So then we started talking about well, the only you know way around or into that is you know video logs, and then we all at the same time kind of realized, hey, we're looking at it from us to them. What if we put ourselves in those shoes and you get someone that's on a video talk or chat or whatever? So you got Scarlett Johansson standing, you know, in sitting in a room talking to 300 people out of those 299 guys that are sitting there jerking off hanging <laughs> over the belt. You, you got McClay over there with a match comparing Scarlet like, hey, you're burnt, you know, yeah. it's done. <laughs> Checking her char level. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, and then that's, and that went on for quite a while and it was funnier than hell. And then you're like, oh, yeah, we clicked on over. And the first thing in my mind is, oh, God. <laughs> not not the first impression I wanted to lay down on a bunch of new people. <laughs> I think we got a bunch of people to come over. Sure we did. Uh, Probably. Did any of you guys pick uh, up your, uh, your free uh, comic book day firepower from Kirk? What, what, what is free comic book day happen already? So they're doing it. It's monthly. The eight, so they're doing it. Um, like I think it's every Wednesday. They're sending out a new free comic book day book. Didn't I see something about uh, so, some some pla someplace selling them? Y yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I'll yeah. be right back. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. Ew. Yeah, that's there's not good. A, yep, Oops, there's a shop that is comic. is refusing to give them out. To you have to one be a box holder at his store, and two you have to buy them. <laughs> they are not free comic book day books. 
So, I gotta pay for them. You gotta pay for them. Yep. How much do how much do comic stores gotta pay for them? That's I mean that's let's talk about that. Let's um, talk, like. So Alex, my buddy who works at Samurai, who's a manager at Samurai in Glendale, said that they pay about twenty five cents an issue for the free comic book day books. And can you choose which ones you want to buy? Um, well, normally you get them. So normally free comic book day, they're just sitting on a table and you just pick the ones you no, want. No, I'm talking go, about the, the comic shop. So like a comic shop could go, okay, I'm just going to buy the ones that I know are going to be hot. Or do you have to get in order to get the hot ones? You got to buy them all. I don't know how the shipping works. That's I, he didn't Let, say about that. Okay, He's saying, I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a second and say, I would ask you're would, a shop. You're a shop. Shit isn't going well. Oh, here we go. Twenty-five cents per book, and you have to buy all the books. We got yeah. Let's just say we got a dude who works at a shop in the chat. Let's have yeah. him chime in. Chime in how they're yeah, doing it. Am right, Matt. I can't. Yeah, so Sorry. It's it's fun. I'm gonna fuck it's, it up. I'm not gonna say it. My right, my so, man from Fantastic World. There you go. Yeah. Um, so okay. So if that's if that's let's go back because to I don't know. Like Corbin says Esteban, and nobody corrects him. So that's why I heard it that way, and that's why I said it that way. I think I think uh, I think that if you have a store right now that isn't making very good money, right, and they say uh, you have to buy these books, oh, you can pick and choose. Oh, that makes it worse because my I was playing devil's advocate, and I was going to say if they say you you have to buy them all just to get the hot ones. Then you're spending, you know, f- a bunch of money to get them all just to get the hot ones, and your customers just want the hot ones. I would understand maybe having to s- make a little bit of money off of them, but when he says you can pick and choose, ah, that kind of well, changes. Things. So the interesting thing about this Firepower book, though, is like it got put in my box because I I subscribed to The Walking Dead, so I got the Negan Lives in there, and because it was Kirkman, they put it in my box. And but the interesting thing about Firepower number one is that. They released a prequel series in a trade the same day. So you got the prequel series, and then the actual first issue is the free comic book day issue. So you got a trade what, of the prequel what is series. It? It's called Firepower. I haven't read it yet. But that's it, it was Can one of the free it? comic Can days. You see the cover? And it's Kirkman, huh? Yeah. That's dope. He's doing superhero shit again? Uh, it's more like martial arts type stuff, I believe. I think he has like a very, I don't know, I haven't really read through it yet. Like I said, I haven't read it yet, but I think it's more, mar- yeah, it's, it seems like it's more martial arts based just flipping through it. Kind of like iron, kind of like iron fist type shit. But yeah, so like the big one everyone's specking on, and I'm sure you know this, is the Spider-Man Venom one because of anti-Venom. Yes. But correct me if i'm wrong technically anti-venom's first appearance is venom 25 that's already come out not anti-venom virus or virus sorry yes virus virus's first appearance is venom 25 which has already come out venom 25 right well he's in the interiors also oh he is okay because i remember there was a cover like a greg horn cover right or a greg land cover greg horn or greg land i can't remember one of the two where it was like a store variant and they it was maybe the issue before and he put them on the cover of a store variant. So that's tricky, but yeah, you're right. If there's a book that already has them in it, then that free comic book, they should. So, and here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Like specking on free comic book day is really 
weird. Some people think it's cheesy because they're free books. Mm-hmm. Um, some books, though, like like let's look at um, um, Umbrella Academy, right? That free comic book day, Umbrella Academy. I think that's a good book. Other books, eh? But there's certain books that. But this sounds a little iffy if he's already been in a an issue. Well, yeah, well, because of the corona, it screwed everything up because the Quran, the free comic book day stuff was supposed to come out before issue 25. And then with corona stopping everything, when they re-pushed it, issue 25 came out before the free comic book day stuff. So there, he's, already, he's pushing this book as this is Virus's first appearance. If you want it at my store, I'm only selling it to customers. I'm only selling it to people who buy have boxes here. You have to buy it. If if you're not a, a box owner at my store, fuck you. You're not buying it here. Go somewhere else. And he, it's like he's saying because you're just going to try to spec on this book. Don't call me. Don't don't show up here because I'm not selling it to you if you're not someone who shops at the store. Because to to cut down speculators, is he giving, and is he giving it? To his people that are in his that are his regular no, customers you, for free, he's making you charge for it. And Corbin, Corbin's the one that flipped out about this. And like he, the kid who like finds a reason to, unless it's Batman related, try to find the light and everything. And he's the one that started flipping out about it first. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little iffy, man. And he's the one that started calling shenanigans right off the bat. It's a weird world we live in. Yes, it is. But when, you know, this person has made comment before when, you know, we've been in his shop that he sells free comic book day books, that he doesn't give them out for free. Uh, Times are hard, man. Times are hard. They're not that hard. Not that hard. (laughs) I don't know what to say. Like, that's like, what do you say? I I know. Dude, if. Okay, so do you step over a dollar to pick up a dime because 10 is always bigger than one? I'd rather give you a free comic book and take $400 from you for the next six months. But is like, it really? I, I, I give you a free dollar book and you come and spend 400 over the next month. Okay. I'll take that deal all day long. Yeah, free comic book day is a reason to get new new customers in the store. Mm-hmm. So if a well, new customer comes in and goes, hey, can I get a, a comic for free comic book day? And you go, no, it's cost money. Then they go, what? It's free comic book day. Are you well, at least going to give the other covers? Not only that, but it's it was started to get the kids back into comics. Hey, you know, kids don't have a lot of money. My kids genuinely got into comics because of free comic book day. Now, when I went into Griffith Comics in Fort Collins and we went in and waited, I mean, they had um, the 501st Legion, uh, R2-D2s were in there and Stormtroopers and TIE Pilots and um, cosplay people. And did we get probably... You know, one for my daughter, one for my son, and two or you know, two or three. And then by one, I mean my daughter probably got four or five books or whatever the limit was. My son got four or five books, whatever the limit was. I got three or four books. Um, but then we also turned around, and I bought 
Um, but one day I bought that um, black and white variant. Um, Spawn? No, that um, oh, Green okay. Lantern Corps. The oh, Green Lantern Corps with the face and all the rings falling down, the, the skull and all the rings falling. So, okay, that was $70. Um, I then dropped another, you know, 70, 80 bucks on Pokemon cards for each of my kids. Okay, now we're up to almost $300. Plus, you know, holders and file folders. Okay, we're at three and a quarter off a of free comic book that he made that one day. He made, you know, three fifty, four hundred dollars. Two hundred forty-five dollars. So, yeah. Two minutes with William Shatner. What the fuck? So yeah, I'll, I'll give a free comic book for four hundred dollars all day long. Yeah. And it helps the kids feel like, hey, you know what? I want to go and hang out and learn more about comic books, and that's truly what it's about. I would Amen. never pay two forty five for two minutes with Willie Shatner. Well, like I would uh, expect it to be more. Like, dude, that's <laughs> fucking Captain Kirk, bitches. And I want to I preface, know, you know, hundred twenty seconds by talking about this. We in no way or shape or form are trying to start anything with anyone in the no, in the no, local no. community. We love all of our local shop owners. Oh my god, that's not the thing. No, but dude, like, you're right. You're right. It, the I thing is, it. is that Chad is hundred percent right. This this is for the kids, and you know. To be, to be out there say I'm only giving these to my customers. I'm not, you know, if you want 10 of them, buy 10 of them, sell grade one, you know, and, and you're pushing, this is the first, this is the, it, he says this is the first appearance of virus, the apocalypse missed this up a little bit. It's not. It's not. 25 is. 25 is the first appearance. Just like, just like Donnie Cates. Someone tried to come out and say that there was another issue of Thor that was the first appearance of Black Winter and Donnie Cates had to come out and say, no, it's not. It's five. Yeah, but that was a little fucked up. That's I. I'll be honest. I think that's Donnie Cates playing playing a a, a a cheesy game. He shouldn't be playing because listen, we've caught Donnie Cates twice now in a fucking lie that he doesn't. He didn't. He wanted to change because people figured his shit out, right? Fucking uh, Ghost Rider, Cosmic Ghost Rider, one hundred percent was Deadpool. At one hundred percent was Deadpool. Anybody that says it wasn't. You're crazy. That was Deadpool. When the fans found out, then he changed it to Punisher. Um, and I think it's it smells the same way uh, right now. You know, people, somebody said, oh, the first appearance of Black Winter or Black Winter in this book looks like the same thing in this book. And they do. They look very similar. It's a three-eyed storm. You know what I mean? And somebody said, I wonder if he's pulling it from this book. And I think he got caught again. And just so he doesn't look like he doesn't get caught again, he said, no. <laughs> Issue five, it takes shape, so you actually see what it, its actual shape. But so, I mean, tell me, there he is, right there, twenty in in Venom twenty five. First appearance and not first appearance. Is that that's virus, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking. Um, let's see here. So he was also on Venom number twenty five, the variant. Uh, this one right here. Let me show you. So what was that? Was that Secret Wars 8? Or was that Team Up 141? He's on that one too. Let's see here. Oh, ASM this is, 252. This is the Greg Horn variant of 25. There you go. So, yeah. 
for, but that's the thing is for you to be out there posting it and saying, I'm only selling to my customers and then saying, this is a first appearance and you're trying to tell them buy 10. It's not you're like, you can tell the difference between someone who's in it for, for money and who's in it because they love the community and the, the passion of the book. And every comic books. book store owner is in it for absolutely. money. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I get it. I mean, you don't, you don't go into business to, Right, you don't absolutely. get rich giving away money. I totally understand. I totally get that. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a giver, man. I have always been more on the kind side. I have always been on the um, random act of kindness side. I have always placated to the thought and notion: if you give a little down the road, you're going to get a lot. Um, and hey, you guys just did an interview with Jesse James. He will tell you all day long. I will give you a free comic. I'll give you five free comic book day comics because for the next six years, you're going to come to me and you're going to want more of my great books. And he has seen it. He has done it. He has shown it time and time again out of being that random act of kindness. I get it. Times are hard. We all have to work at it. We all have to, you know, I totally understand and see both sides of it, but I'm the type of person, me personally, I'd rather give you free comic book day comics and have you come back and spend three times as much or eight times as much, or I'll take that chance. Chuck brought, just, just dropped a fucking bomb in chat. That is exactly what I was thinking. Chuck says 180 or 181. Exactly, right? If you look at that virus number 25 or that venom number 25, that could be considered his first cameo. So now, again, I, we're getting into the first cameo, first full appearance game. It's about what you want to collect. So remember that. I don't want people to, to, to get into that game. It's about what sure. you want to collect. And again... I, I guess the point of it here is more along the lines of maybe selling a free comic book day right out the gate. An issue right out the gate is a little is a little harsh. My my problem seems to be that the and not all maybe not all shop owners are like this, but I know like Ken from Drawn to Comics, he's got a still polybagged first appearance or the um, Ultimate Spider-Man number one Miles Morales seven hundred bucks. He wants top dollar for it. Because yeah. he's scorned by the speculation market, yeah. and that's and that's what all of this is. Is you're you, they're trying to capitalize capitalize on the spec market. It, it's a free comic book day book. Like yeah. I understand yeah. you're paying twenty five cents to it, but just think of the person who's going to get into it if they get that book. You're not everyone's there to speculate, and you're you're Great alienating point. your customer base by. Well, he, the, the, the post says, if you know, who are you to ask for free shit if you're not going to buy anything? That's what the free comic book day is for. I didn't even hear what you said. What did you say, Kyle? <laughs> he said they're there for free shit. That's well, what it is. It's free comic book day. Yeah. Like, but it's like Chad said, it's for the little. It's yeah, you get a hit or you get a hit every now and then in the comic in the free comic book day stuff. But it's there mainly for the little kids or the parents who are trying to get their kids into comics. And that and that's why free comic book day is a beautiful thing. For years it was something that was fun that it was it was my kids and my nephews and my niece, we'd all we'd all go to free comic book day. 
and like my nephews would dress up and we'd walk around and get free comics. And I just, it's a really cool way for your, for families. It's something cool to go out and do. And you see a lot of people coming out for free comic book day, but it's your, everyone's going for free shit. Yeah. But that's the whole, isn't that the whole point of it though? Isn't that why it's called free comic book day? Cause you're going for the free shit. <laughs> it's kind of in the title. Yeah. It's like boy scouts. I mean, it, it, it last <laughs> you know? time I checked is written right on the top of the fucking book. Free comic book day, you know, and, and they, they use that to push you coming in the stores because they're hoping you go in there for, and, and buy something or you get hooked and come back. Like, like I was yeah. talking to Alex at, at Samurai, and he was like, "We don't make anything on the free comic book day books. That's why we offer other sales in the store during that day, time to entice you to buy from us." You got it. So is there? I, I heard is it is there another store? Oh, I didn't mean shutting to hit that. down. My bad. Is there another store that's shutting down in Not the valley? I've heard of. I heard that there's some stores closing because of the the spiking COVID numbers. Oh, okay. But I haven't heard right. anything is like closing permanently. All right, good. I hope that I just thought that. But that's, I, I just, that's, that's what I hate. I hate I hate hearing that too. So I get it. I get that times are rough and I totally get it. And hey, it's it's your business. You Absolutely. you run your business the way you want, man. Absolutely. Or, or whoever whoever it is. You that is your business. You run it the way you want. Yep. And I don't own the business. I don't run the business. I don't see the numbers of the business. So it's hard for me to say or tell anyone, especially with what's going on with COVID. Um, you know, it, that's everything that I said is totally my own opinion, totally of my own thought and emotion and, um, and what I've seen. You know, as far as, you know, going there for free comics and spending three to four hundred dollars on free comic book day, um, you know, but also, you know, giving back to the community. There's there's a reason this community's huge. I mean, freaking huge. But we're all here. Hell, half of the reason I know Kyle is because he had you know, a Nightwing sticker on his car in the first day I show up at work, I'm like, dude, I got to know that guy. Like anyone with a... Most people say about me. I don't. Nightwing I say, fuck, I wish I didn't like know that, that guy. You know, <laughs> that, guy's, that guy's legit. That guy's real deal. That guy knows something because it, Nightwing isn't just your every average... It's not a Punisher. I mean... How many Punisher stickers do you see on the trucks? And you're like, oh, nice Punisher sticker. They're like, what are you talking about? It's like, dude, that big giant skull you have plastered 45 <laughs> times all over your tiny wiener fucking lifted Ford F-150 with bad shocks and a, and a bumper falling off. And that's that's from a comic book. Oh, just, oh I, I didn't know that. It's just <laughs> asking if you Black know, Winner. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chad. I bet. No, it, it just so sucks. that. I mean, that's just kind of. I, I don't know that. That's just my take. I. You put it out there. You, you bring it out there. You get more people in there, and it's a big community. And the more acts of kindness that you do, the more likely they're going to come back to you tenfold. Yeah. 
So Ish is asking if Black Winter is mentioned in Silver Surfer Black number four, does that make that his first appearance? No physical appearance, but letter appearance. Well, if he's if he's asking about um let me see here. If he's asking about uh the first the first appearance of uh Black Winter that I was talking about, the I think um there was a couple of books people were talking about. Uh, I think one of them might have been uh, Topher found a book, and then another one, Lucas from Comic Crusaders, found a book in Galactus Origin where it has the same cloud and everything. So, but uh, what was the question again? Um, if Black Winter is mentioned in Silver Surfer number four, does that make it a first appearance? No physical appearance, but a, but a letter appearance? I think it's first time he's mentioned because yeah, there's a lot mentioned. of things that talk of it first mentioned that like that Wolverine book with, that's got the x23 in the back yes yeah it's in the uh, back of the pant you know what i mean it's just yeah well there's like they talk about thanos before in in books and they or some you know galactus like there where they first talk about you know things that are coming like oh he's coming it's where he's first mentioned you know so i think and, and you, if you look at like old wizards and stuff, I think that's how the, and and uh, Overstreet guides. I think that's how they they talk about it. But that's a great question. You know, that's a great question. I, here's how I'll state these first appearances, these like early advertising appearances, and this in the first time they're mentioned. If it's your favorite character, and you want to get them all, uh, Brian Wood from Simple Man's Comics likes to always say you play the Pokemon game with certain characters. You got to get them all right. Mm -hmm. If, if you're a, if that is your favorite character, if your Wolverine's your favorite character, you're buying those, that, that Marvel premiere, uh, 19, because it has the ad in it. You're buying Thor one nineteen because it has the ad in it. You're buying the ad for uh Nightwing in it. Um, uh, there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of magazines and stuff. Remember, yeah. I remember there was one we found that had a drawing, yeah, the very first drawing of Nightwing was Comics Collector Magazine. But, like, if those are your favorite characters, the the, the black suit of Spider-Man, that's your favorite character, you're, the symbiote is your favorite character, you're going to go find those things. Collect what you want to collect. And if people love collecting it, don't fucking give them shit for doing it because they're spending money. They're putting money in the hobby. They're creating the hobby. Like, I get it that you think spec is, uh, a lot of people that think spec is a dirty word. It's there are assholes in every situation in life, but it's bringing excitement to the hobby, no matter what it is, whether it's spec or whether it's this or free comic book day. If it's bringing people in the hobby, you, you, you let that happen, man. You let it happen. And that's organic growth. That's a good thing. So, well, and it's part of, it's part of the, um, it's part of the excitement too, because you have your you own track. And you and you go out treasure hunting. You're like, all right, I'm looking for these books. These are my own spec. Nobody said it. I think I got an inside line. And then a year down the road, you're like, oh my god, that paid off. I'm a genius, and it feels good. You're like, ah, absolutely right. There's a great somebody else collects comics. This that's a per, this is a perfect example. This is from that that Lucas dude from this is from Lucas from Comic Crusaders. He's a reader. He went. He's the same guy that told me about the Galactus uh, weather, you know, the early origin spec and all that stuff. 
the dude's a reader. He reads weekly, and he he said, "Oh, I remember this happened in an old book. What book was it? Went and found it. Went and verified it. Reread it. Checked everything, and it, it he found this shit, and nobody would know. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm sure there's other people that might have known it before him, but that's what I mean. There's people that read books and that do that, and they like doing that. That's good for the hobby. Yeah, it's fun to hunt. It, I mean, it's fun to hunt." If you're going to go for a long spec, use a large caliber. If you're going to do a short spec, I like a 9 mil ought to do it, maybe a 338, you know, something quick and easy. Doesn't get like too heavy. I don't know. Wear just, full camo, paint your face. <laughs> I think it, what burns me so much about that, that free comic book situation, what we were just talking about, is like... <laughs> you're not buying from that store. So like me, my two stores that I primarily shop at are surprise comics and, and samurai in Glendale. So I've got a box at, at samurai, but I don't surprise, but I shop both stores because I don't want to start a box at surprise because I, they open at 9am. I can get in there and get the, the variant covers. I want the issues. I want things that I know I'm not gonna be able to get at samurai. But I don't open a box there because if I don't want to keep continuing getting those box books, I don't want them to order that extra stock, counting on me to buy them, and me go, no, sorry, don't want them. You know that that's that's my thing is like you're alienating your customer base that even they might shop two different stores and just don't want to do that to you because I don't want to be that guy that doesn't buy his box because he doesn't want those books that week. You know, so I shop two different stores because if I know I can get this cover at at surprise and I can get in there at 9 a.m. on a Wednesday to get it versus having to wait until 11 at Samurai if it's even there. So it's like I sh I do shop both stores, but my buy my premier, my box from Samurai and get my off-ended stuff from Surprise. So should I be excluded from buying a free comic book day from your store because I'm not a box holder there? Because I'm, I'm doing you the justice of not wasting your money by being like, no, I don't want that book. You know, you're ordering that book to fill that order. I, I don't know. That's just how I look at it. Amen. Uh, Chuck asked a question. Save the company money. Chuck yep. uh, asked a question in the um, in the uh, chat. He says uh, he thinks he found the Star Wars number one 35 cent variant. How do I know it's a reprint or not? And uh, if if I can share a picture real quick, so. This is a great point. Uh, if your Star Wars 35 cent doesn't have a newsstand box like that, it's not it. I thought they said reprint on it. I don't think the, I thought the word reprint was on it. No, it's it's and if it's if it's the 35 cents a diamond, it's not the one. It's got to be the box, 35 cent box, and the newsstand. The reprints came in these packs, and the reprints have the diamond. And nothing in the box, so most of them, most of them do say reprint. I think on number after number one, but I think it's the thirty cent that had the reprint on all of them, not on the. Well, yeah, 35. The, only the thirty-five. That's what I'm saying. If it says thirty-five see, cents so. on it, it, most likely has the diamond on it. If it has the, right. if it has the the but, square no, box, go back down. It. You're right. No, see, it does say reprint right there, right next to them. Where? Uh, far right hand box 
35%. Yeah, one of the, the diamonds, the, there is a diamond without it, though. See right here? Diamond. Yeah, yeah. And, so any, and, but that's any diamond is a reprint, right? So these are reprints. One mm, says reprint and one doesn't. The original, mm, the original right, right. box with the new right. stamp. So. Nope. And, uh, this is a great this is a great thing to bring up. So Star Wars number one was released in 1977, and just before the movie, they released uh, part one of the movie adaptation of the New Hope, the comic. At this time, Marvel was experimenting with a five cent price increase, and and they charged 35 cent copies on in a select few cities, test cities on newsstands. So that's that's all that the Midwest, thing. right? Yeah, in the mid uh, a lot in the Midwest. I don't know if all of them, but it says here Star Wars was in Memphis, Toledo, Tuscaloosa, and Wilmington. So I love shit like that. The only 35-cent variants only came from a very small part of the, the country. Uh, I think there's only around – it says uh, Overstreet suggests there's only around 1,500 copies that were printed. That's wow. awesome. That's awesome, guys. Whoever – if you ever find the original or, or can get it at a low, low price – great book to have <laughs> low price a exactly. low price for that book you're 11 grand <laughs> yeah well i don't know what it is now but uh they're they're question. up there great question they're up there uh, and there's 187 of them <laughs> there's a there's that 35 cent variant um like that on up till five do you remember when Jesse was telling us to buy Rick and Morty and we all said, yeah, no thanks. Yes. And, then, and then Rick and Morty went skyrocketed. And then we found out that Rick and Morty, number one, was already like a $500 book, but there was a variant to it. And there was a even a there was a one in 50 variant that they only did like 50 of the copies. And we went and said to Jesse, hey, do you know about this book? He goes, yeah, I owned all I owned 47 copies at one time. I've sold most yeah. of them already. Like 47 out of 50 copies because he believed in that so much that he just bought he went he went and bought all the fucking rick and morty that he could find you know because he believed in it so much and still sold and, it for cheap to his customers and that feels so good when you're yeah. that spec guy you're like this is coming this is gonna hit and then it lands and you buy all those and it lands and you're like ah, i was right it just feels good like like finding a a forty or fifty two hundred dollar book in a dollar bin and going high. But, but the crazy thing about Jesse is when he had those books, nobody was talking about Rick and Morty. And I think that he just had a chance to buy a bunch of the Rick and Morty that was left from from Oni or whoever was doing Rick and Morty because he was doing deals with. I'm not sure, but he's like, I believe in it. I'll I'll sell it to my customers. And he was selling Rick and Morty and shit in his stores. He had stacks of them, all the variants, and he'd be like. Cover price, you should buy one of these. You should buy one of these. You should buy one of these. <laughs> no, I'm Kyle, not going to buy Rick and Morty. Kyle and I went there to pick up books, and uh, my book that I had bought, and it, they had a stack for Kyle, and it was Rick and Morty. It was hilarious. It was awesome. I Dude, I got him in there. I, he was selling a bunch of Rick and Mortys on, on one of his live shows, and I was like, I'll take them. So now I have a stack of them. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Spec, uh, I, I, spec is crazy. I've learned that if Jesse James says buy it, you buy it. 
Yeah. That guy is just, he's got a, a spidey sense for, uh, for some spec and, and I'll say it again, man. He's just tried and true to his customers and he'll, he'll sell you, you know, he'll give you a free book for, you know, for $400 down the road. He's just, he's got that act of, you know, that random act of kindness that keeps you coming back and he sells good books at cheap price and, I just, I think his motto of a store really should show a lot of people uh, what's out there and what can be out there. Just keep the books moving out the door. Absolutely. It does yep. you no good if it's sitting on your shelf. If yep. it's sitting on your shelf, who made money? Because it wasn't you. Just move yep. them along. Move them along. There will always be another one. Yeah, yeah. Are you, any guys, you guys want to talk about anything else this week? I can't think of anything. Um, yeah. yeah. There was a ton of news this week, too. Yeah, well, what do you guys think about the, the Batman situation? The, I heard the news that if... if if things fall through with Keaton that they're going to bring in Christian Bale, I think that's fucking awesome. And then they just signed uh, Ben Affleck back for HBO Max Batman stuff. I think that's awesome because that means Justice League is going to be it. Yep, it's going to be the shit. They're filming new scenes for fucking the Snyder Cut. Ooh-wee. It didn't take long for uh, Batflick to go, I'll do Batman again. I just, I just don't like Ben as Batman. I just, uh, I don't know. Did you hear what uh, Cyborg, the dude that played Cyborg, said about Whedon? Yeah. That said, he said Whedon was a fucking piece of shit on to all the actors on on set. He was an asshole. He treated everybody like shit. He treated the the crew like shit. Uh, he's a prima donna. And most of the cuts and stuff, you know, were probably because of him. And he also said uh, that uh, he was he was uh, in, totally enabled by Jeff Johns and one of the other producers, which kind of sucks because I'm a Jeff Johns fan. But yeah, he basically called Jeff Johns a piece of shit too. Yeah, yeah. So um, really, yeah, because he I he did, said I didn't hear that. Snyder Snyder uh, had. The original Snyder cut had Cyborg as a big part of the film, and Whedon cut ninety percent of that shit out. So it's just an actor whining that his parts got cut. Is he? That's that you have to ask. <laughs> is, he, is that what it is? Is he whining? I don't know. He played Devil's Could Advocate. Be. Could be. Yeah. Well, because he had, he was huh. at you know San Diego talking about how great Whedon was, and da, da da da, and he came out on Twitter and said he was walking back his comments and stuff, and. Who knows? It's crazy. But yeah, like uh, Marvel bought the rights to Predator and Alien. So you're going to start yeah. getting Predator and Alien. You can, you know, start looking forward to uh, Venom versus Predator or Alien or yeah, that's, whatever. Yeah, that's huge because those, those that crossover, everything. Spider Gwen versus Predator. Yeah, Captain America yeah, versus I mean, Predator, whatever. You know how it goes. But it's Disney. I mean, they're going to pump out more, more alien and predator movies yeah very true 
chance the of alien, the alien on fucking Spider Gwen's face. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey D. Morgan well, might I'm, be joining season three of The Boys. Sorry, Chad, I didn't mean to cut you off again. God damn. No, that's all right, buddy. That's all right. Well, <laughs> Remember, just, Chad, whose show this is. No, it's just like there's like I don't know what it is. There's like a huge delay in my in my headphones. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's a huge They're, delay in uh, Probably it open that owning those rights opens a whole huge like DC at one time had uh what was it the Superman no that no Chad and Superman Alien and so now having Marvel having the rights to all that shit. They could totally take and do a whole new run of comic books, Spider-Man versus Predator, Spider-Man versus Alien, um, you, you know, Avengers versus Alien, Avengers, X-Men and Aliens. And so that could really open up a whole yeah, giant Avengers. market. Of, and on that note. That could open a huge market of shit. It could be good. It could be bad. Mm, bad. Yeah. On that note. Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Well, and and so is so is it's Disney and they're more child geared. What does that do for a horror story like Predator or Alien? It'll, they'll be friends. Yeah, they'll be best friends and they'll make cakes together. They'll be skipping and having cakes. <laughs> do you? hear all the news about well i don't know if it's the news or rumors still about all the shooting schedules for all the marvel shit all the marvel live action stuff that they're filming i haven't you guys hear that well and the new all i heard was that the new uh the new trailer dropped for um black widow the last one yeah black widow I didn't hear, I didn't on that hear note any of, the, any of the shooting schedule I just, I just think at this point, theaters are dead, and just give well, the this is, release of stuff online. I'm not gonna say wow. where I found this or where I heard who, if it's real or not. It's, we got this covered, could, isn't it? It could be. I don't know, but it says, <laughs> uh, um, today we saw we saw the info on an August restart, and people have really been high on that. I like to channel. Let's see here. Uh, the plan. I think this might be. I'm not sure where this is from. Hold on here. Both Loki and the Falcon would get going again at Pine... Oh, it says here. The plan is for things to restart in Atlanta on August 17th. Both Loki and Falcon would get going again at Pinewood. Then uh, after that, Falcon had more to do in Atlanta at a set they already used previously. I could tell you what or who they want. Um... Falcon, it sounds like, is off to Prague to film for nine days, and if everything goes according to plan, they're very likely to be able to get on Disney Plus before the end of 2020. WandaVision is heading to L.A. with the skeleton crew to do some exteriors and some stage work. Um, Loki is looking to pick back up, but has well over two months of filming left. Miss Marvel was supposed to start in mid-August, but there's no studio space until the Falcon is done. Hawkeye was supposed to be there in September, but there's no studio space until Loki is done. Chang Chi was scheduled to wrap on June 30th, so that means that they still have three three plus months left of shooting. Thor was supposed to be starting in August and probably should be pushed back next year now because of Chang Chi. Yada 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 yada. It just starts. So more craziness because of COVID. Yeah, crazy. Very up and white. Yeah. There you go. 
All right. Well, I want to give a big shout out to uh, TKO Studios real quick. Um, TKO Studios was nice enough to send us some trades and some other goodies here. Um, you can go to them to at TKOPresents.com. Link will be in the comment section below. Uh, if you decide to get some stuff from them and you, let me pull this back up, you use discount code AGP20, you get a discount on books like Sara or Seven Deadly Sins or by, um, who wrote this one? This is... Now it sounds like Spinnerack. I can't remember. Um, and then uh, Sentient by Jeff Lemire. And the cool things about oh, this nice. is... You can choose to get the trade from them, or you can buy these box sets, which are first printings of each individual issue. That's badass. So thanks to them for cool. for sending those to us. Um, but yeah. I didn't get shit. There ain't no us. It's us. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Look, it's salty. Right? <laughs> salty. <laughs> What'd you get, Brian? Do they send you something? I ain't get shit, man. There ain't no us. <laughs> there ain't no I and team. Yeah, there ain't no but we either. There ain't, there ain't no we and I got sent books. <laughs> uh, Sarah's by Garth Enos, so or oh, Ennis, oh. however you want to pronounce it. But yes. um, maybe we'll give those away or something going forward. But if you go to TKOPresents.com, I uh, get 20% off of all TKO Just products by using Matt discount code AGP20. So there you go. Get some cool books. Some trades or individual there's issues. No I in, there's no I in Team 20. Hey, I can't help that it came to my address addressed to Absolute Geek. Like, what do you, what do you want from me? I can't, I can't help it just happens. For you, for you, Kyle, no podcast bucks. Right? Right? It's crowning. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> that we, is a, we got this. I didn't get a goddamn thing. <laughs> Oh. He had a baby baby seal poking out. Yeah, he does. He's a little ornery. He needs his he needs his nipple and his night night. I mean, Jesus, it is almost midnight already. But um, you got anybody else got anything else this week? No, man. Good show. Long show. Good show. It was very good all show. All right, guys. Well, if this is your first time hanging out with us on YouTube. Thank you for watching. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Uh, and we and hit that notification bell so you're notified when we go live every Friday night at 7.30 p.m. Um, Look at my buddies over here. Absolute geek. <laughs> <laughs> if this is your first time listening to us back on the playback on Monday, please make sure to hit that like, subscribe button, leave us a review. It goes a long way in helping us in our podcasting standings. <laughs> Um and uh, we need those. We should, those guys should come out the hot dead. Yeah. <laughs> for this for this week's episode of Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. I'm Solo's Wookie. Saying, remember when you go into a online panel, keep your pants on and no belts around your neck. Remember, there's no I in free books. <laughs> Salty fucker. <laughs> <laughs>